So you're still a little woozy from all the psychotropics that you were just recently huffing. But, uh, yeah, you're standing on the docks and you've just awoken an old god. What do you want to do? I know it's a hell of a sentence. But... Fucking right! <laughs> Hoggett, you were tempted to boop it on the snoot, but you did not. Ah, oh, yes. We... The snoot booping was a temptation, but the old gods were... They didn't strike me as the humorous kind. Yeah, where do we go from playing, like, essentially knocked or run on, you know, the... Okay. Okay. I mean, our goal was to wake the old gods. Um, we could go have a talk to the old lady who was all about, like, the journey and didn't want to tell us stuff. She looked like the kind of person that understood old gods. Oh, yeah, how is Amber doing? So, okay, let's, let's take stock. How's the rest of the party handling this? Um... So per per usual, uh, Hex is just kind of like, yeah, that happened. All right, Hex sees some shit at this point. Um, He's pretty unflappable now. Sharsu and Amber are both a little like in shock still. Um, <laughs> Amber more so. Amber is a little bit more new to the existential dread that happens on the regular around here. That's the Emberlin charm. Um, but yeah, they're all they're all standing around, and I think I'm just like, so that was a, a thing. Did that actually happen? Also, are the trees growing? It seems like the trees are growing. Or is that still the thing we were sn- like huffing? Uh, I inspect uh, the front and back of Emberlin's hands to work out whether or not we're still tripping balls. Um, <laughs> roll an insight check. <laughs> God, do I, do I know I my insight? Think- I don't think you know your insight. Okay, roll a d20 it is. Okay, so, sorry, if you're new to this, uh, it's slash r1 d20. 13. 13. Um, you are very slightly, but you're coming down off it. Okay. Uh, also, Bacon and Lyris, thank you for the bits. Um, like, your hand, you get kind of that, like, your hands kind of, there's an image of your hands if you move them, kind of mirror-y. Um, but, like, it's starting to go away. You can tell you're, like, coming down. Okay. Now, part of that's the adrenaline pumping through your veins. <laughs> but... Um, so having inspected hands being, like, I've done a little bit like a... No, nope, I think we saw that. That that happened. Um, so the trees are growing. That's not you. Um, why are the trees growing? I look around... <laughs> For answers to no one, expecting maybe one of the trees would tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get more of that stuff from there? You'd have to go back to the, the little hut. Um, it did also take them like 20 minutes to prepare. Like it was a whole thing. You can't rush art. Um, yeah, that's a bloody good question. Where do we go from here? We could pop back to the guild. <laughs> Pretend like nothing happened. What do you lot think? Or it's just like pub. Pub? We could we could hit another bar. That's been our go-to move. 
<laughs> All right, everyone's like, pub, 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 pub. Uh, uh, maybe a bit of water. Okay, uh, every brain cell in um, Emberlin's brain is like, let's get a bevy. Uh, so I'm just going to be like, uh, to to Hex, to Shasu, and then to uh, to Amber, like, pub, pub, pub. Yeah. I think Hex is like, yeah, pub. And Shasu's like, oh, God, yes. And Amber's like, I don't know if I should drink right now or if I should drink everything. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. Trust me. You go through it. Like, ask um, ask Chelsea about it. You get used to it. Shall we? We'll, we'll hit the first tavern we find. I just, I start walking towards the, the, the main uh, clumps of this, this tree hut city. Uh, also, I did like uh, what Wraith was saying, which is all of uh, every brain cell and ambulance had agreed. All four of them. Yeah. All right. So you just start trundling through the green spires, um, which is a little trippy in and of itself, just okay. because like you're you're going up like the stairs that are built on the side of trees. Um, and like you're walking across the rope bridges and stuff, but the rope bridges are like swaying a bit because the trees are, the trees are actively like growing and moving. Um, uh, I so am going to pretend. I'm going to pretend like none of that is happening. I'm just. I'm going to walk us towards the pub as if this is like a normal fucking Tuesday morning. Yeah. So you're doing the year old schwacker. I'm like, yep, this is normal, and everyone around you is like, what is happening? What the actual fuck? Uh, um, so you're just trying to find the, the first pub that you stumble across? Yeah. Alright, you stumble across the Rat and Aristocrat. <laughs> um, this was one from before um, I fixed the sheet, so if this is yours, let me know and I'll I'll add it to my sheet. Um, but yes, the it's a high-class pub. Ooh, very nice. A high-class pub with rich food and rich drinks. With great food and rich drinks. Um, so you walk on it and it's very like lots of dark oak stuff. Very nice um, like velvet seats and like all this really nice stuff. So yeah, very nice high class pub. Um, it seems like there's a lot of people here in very nice garb. Like this is kind of the the upper class pub for this at least area. Um, a lot of like date nights happening. Okay, um, how are they all responding to the whole growing trees and nonsense? Um, they're a little worried, but it's less noticeable once you're, like, in a building. Okay. Um, and then you actually notice as you walk in, um, the growing seems to slow down a bit. But it's still, like, you can still tell that you're, it's growing a, faster than plants normally do. Okay. <laughs> um... I am... God, how are we going to play this one? You know what? Just going to... Just four tankards. If they, if the bartender proceeds to ask me what it is, I'm just, what I would like, I'm just going to say yes. Um... All right. Let me... Sorry, I'm finding you a... Uh... Finding you a bartender. 
All right, you approach the bar. Uh, there's a dragonborn, femme presenting white scales, very old. Um, it's kind of starting to gray a bit. Um, but the, even though they're quite old, they still stand like six foot eight. Um, they've got glasses perched on the end of their nose. Um, they've got what appear to be like draconic runes that have been like painted on their scales that have started to fade, kind of the way that really old tattoos do. Um, still fairly ripped. Um, yeah. Do you approach and she's like doing this stereotypical classy bartender thing where she's like wiping out a glass as you as you walk up. She's <laughs> like, uh, what, what can I get for you? Four very large drinks, please. Oh. She's like, okay. Uh, she starts, she's like, any particular? Yes. Very well. All right. So she starts making you drinks. She's doing the whole, like, song and dance of, like, the very big fancy, like, making a show of shaking the drink and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, whilst mid-preparing... Uh, so did you happen to notice the the trees? Is that a thing that happens around here? Sorry, we just got into town yesterday. This morning? Time has no concept. The trees are growing. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering about that. But, you know, at this point, I'm old enough that I don't particularly care. Things happen. In my younger days, I've seen some some odd things. Um, and this is a character by Comp again, by the way. Oh, thank you, Comp. Um, I'm just. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to bother you while you're working. I just. I, don't, I want to know at what point uh, one should start worrying. Really, um, I hadn't seen this much green before coming here, and now there's more. Um, just like, yes, I've, I don't know. At some point, I realized wearing isn't worth it. You know what? I, I will attempt to, I will attempt to adopt your philosophy on this one. I'm hoping that the aforementioned beverages will help with that. Yeah. Um, so it takes her a minute because, you know, making drinks takes a minute. But she eventually makes you four drinks and pours them all into glasses and slides them across to you. Um, this is a, a slightly richer, you know, bar, so it's going to be a gold for all four drinks. Okay. So, yep, go ahead and mark that down, down one gold. Actually keeping track of our money this this campaign. Boof. Jobs are good. Alright. Um, I, you know what? Uncharacteristically, just place the gold on the bar with a, with a, with a little happy nod. There's no, there's no flourish, there's no, haha, it's just we need this. This is medicinal. Taking up for the, the four drinks in the old uh, the old multi-hand uh, pub totter, I head back to the table with the rest of them and just yep. place one down in front of everybody. Uh-huh. Hex eagerly grabs theirs and starts sipping. Uh, Shorsu also grabs theirs and like almost chugs it. <laughs> uh, Amber takes hers and just kind of like sits there with it staring into the nothingness for a moment oh uh, JP have a lovely rest of your evening um I I mean I've, take a sip of it and uh, just take a moment to let to let everybody just breathe for a second before we start scheming and yeah. uh, after a weirdly comfortable long quiet I'm like, okay, so that's one old god. 
their hats types of us. How, how many old gods are there? Is that something that we know already? Because I feel like we don't. You do not. Okay. Um... I want to say all of them, but I know that wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be the old gods if it was just one great big deer. Yeah. We need info. We need to actually know who it is that we're waking. The old lady down at the um, the I can see through my eyelids shack might be able to give us some more pointers. Wraith, which one was Carl again? You shot probably the the dear Carl because I said Coral. Oh yes, Carl. Uh, Wraith, you're right. We should have asked Carl, but I guess Carl's off like making tree grow now. So, um, sorry, we don't have access to a library here. At least so far as we know, we could look for one. But Tajema had the great magic library. Like that was where all the the stuff was happening, and that's where we just left. Uh, to Gemma's, like, feck, what was it, like, eight days travel? Uh, it was, like, five, I think. Okay. Uh, but also, we don't know if to Gemma's going to be safe when we come back. Because, you know, religious war turtles taking over and all that. Um, star, star. It's not in another castle. We haven't found a castle yet. There's a lot of water. Um... And currently, Star, if any character was to be described as the alcohol mancer, that is our good friend Chaosu, uh, uh, who is currently the High Paladin, the Queen of Embers, uh, and has an enchanted keg. An enchanted infinite keg. Okay. And actually, you kind of met an alcohol mancer. <laughs> you oh, met yeah. that one, that one wizard that used alcohol to in their um, divination, divination stuff. Oh yeah. Okay, no. Uh, so Star actually remembered before I did. Yeah. Um, but the alcohol mancer wasn't the Gemma, right? Correct. Okay, so like heading back to the Gemma is not a small maneuver. So, as a part of me that's like, maybe we should spend a little bit of time in Green Spires. Like, let's go talk to the old lady. Let's find out a little... I, You know what, Star? I am a big enough person to admit when I am wrong. So, not only were you correct we should have hit the alcohol mancer, but you were also correct that she is in another castle. Because you could technically count to Gemma as a, as a fortified city. It's magical barrier protecting everything. So, yeah, one additional dinosaur sticker to Star for being one of Emberlin's working brain cells. Right. Um, I, I think Lyra sums it up. Like, we're either going to risk going back, but we might end up, like, eyeballs deep in, like, fanatic religious war turtles. Or we find another source of information here on Green Spires. Now, the old lady seemed pretty knowledgeable. But she didn't want to tell us diddly until we'd gone on the vision quest. And if there's one power that Emberlin wields like a baseball bat, it's, uh, hey, you know your gods? Well, I know them personally. Wapacha! Yeah. And I think we could use that power. Um, or we could try and find if Greenspires has any kind of 
I don't know, any religious group, any kind of, um, like, uh, find out, like, who runs Green Spires as a, as a settlement? Is there one person in charge? Is their organization religious in manner? Because if it is religious, they might either love us or want to burn us. Well, maybe not burn, because this is a whole city made of giant tree constructions, but you know what I mean. Some form of murder. Whatever, I don't know, vegan tree people use to murder. I assume, like... I, I was, you know what? I was going for a joke there, and it did not want to come through, and I do apologize. All right. Um, I mean, Amber went to college here, so she knows a fair bit about the about the Green Spires. That's not a bad shout. Okay, so having having paused to sip over aforementioned beverage and lean across the table, also star. Thank you, Fitz. Um, putting forward the suggestion. Okay, friends, friends. We have woken one of the old gods. Carl maybe doesn't walk among them now, but is definitely awake. And I don't want to say this too loudly, but the tree growing is probably our fault. And by our fault, I mean my fault. So, we could go back to the tent. Uh, sorry, we could go back to the place where we started our little down the river see-through hands experiment. The old lady definitely knew more she knew than she was telling us. Or, turning to Amber, like, you went to college here, like, this is your neck of the woods. Uh, have we just done a horrendous crime? Are we heroes now? Is, is did we do a good? Just, so, just this whole thing like yes they are trees and they're living and so there actually is part of there's a committee that their entire thing is they go around and like plan and to like re-engineer structures as the trees grow and die and break and all this stuff so we probably just made their lives hell uh we probably just accelerated their like 50 year plan to like tomorrow um and but it looks like, incredibly guilty while swilling drink in hand yeah but honestly, the matriarch, she's got a good head on her shoulders. She's probably just going to roll with the punches on this one. Um, if nothing else, we probably did the city to help. It's been growing a lot recently, populace-wise. Um, and so we probably just, like, helped the housing situation a bunch, actually. So the chances of her wanting us absolutely hecking murderated on site if we inform her about hanging out with Carl... Um, sorry, uh, I... That's what I've decided to call that particular old god. You know, you get you get words stuck in your head. You know how it is. <laughs> Hex gives a little like, like, like you do, nod. Yeah, yeah. Hex gets me. Um, oh, so Stepchen was asking orders from our god about what to do here. I think the only... Um, uh, until we can find out more about uh, uh, Tainlu... Uh, is it Tainlu? Tainlu. Tainlu. Um, Wake the Old Gods is one of the few other ones. Although we might be able to investigate the old rituals because we're hanging out with the Old Gods. So there's more we could do here, but by my admittedly spotty, gin-soaked memory, um, this was a Wake the Old God mission. Okay. So what are you thinking, friends? Uh, old lady or matriarch, I guess are our two threads to pull on. 
because being friends with another town leader does not hurt. I don't know. Last time you had friends with the town leader, you got them thrown in prison. <laughs> little bit, little bit. But I mean, details, details. Technically, that we were just in proximity to that. We didn't like rat them out. We didn't no, throw them in jail. Um, now, obviously, here on the longship, we do not condone the use of um, illegal substances by any means. Nor would we ever. Um, nor would we ever condone them. Um, and obviously, never consumed them in any way, shape, or form. But the last thing you want after psychotropics is a big meal. <laughs> Stomach's going to be like a walnut. I mean, what? Oh. I like to imagine this accordion player. It's actually a guy in the pub going round being like, hey, hey, uh, hey. Oh, this is actually something else I have to change the... I don't I... know why it keeps shuffling into new things. We'll just shoo him out of the ways. We are trying to discuss gods here. You take your accordion and you get out. I'm so sorry, friends. Yeah. What were we saying? I'm sorry, Torches. That was not one of the things we had permission to play, so I have to change it. <laughs> He's like the unwanted mariachi. There's accordion going around town. <laughs> Star, that's every mariachi. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I have a particular beef against mariachi. But not against the movie El Mariachi, uh, which was the debut of uh, Robert Rodriguez. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> so, what do you but, want to do? But, but my music! Get out of here with your accordion or I'll set you ablaze! <sighs> Sorry, where were we? <sighs> okay, so... Wraith's thinking that the old rites might have something to do with waking the old gods, so we should probably prioritize looking into them. Yeah, I think those are going to get... Those are going to be kind of like a little bit lockstep. Um, and it would be interesting to talk to the old lady, because I don't imagine many people have gone through her trials and have come back with, Yo! So the gods are awesome. <laughs> Not only did I see him, woke him up. Yeah. <laughs> And Star, I will agree that there are many talented restaurant musicians out there. Uh, that particular accordion guy did not read the room. Like, the trees are growing, everyone's a bit nervous, you know, half the table's going through existential dread, and he's like, fuck off! I've warned you twice now! Like, you walk into, like, people having dinner after a funeral, and he's like, hey! Flame hands. Like, if he even starts to look his little face around the corner of the pub door, I cast um, Summon Fire in hand and I eyeball him. Just, I will end you. Do not make uh, me a vengeful pyromaniac this day. I'll fucking do it. Clear. Sorry. Where do you want to go? <laughs> we go back to the old lady. Um, old lady or the matriarch is kind of our two threads. Um, uh... Again, there is a College of Bards, and they would have some library there. And Amber was a was a student there, so she could probably get you in. I... I, I think we should give Amber a little chance to recover from, <laughs> from the last one. 
uh, before we make her go um, back to school. I, I, I personally wouldn't want to have to re-meet my high school um, friends having just um, gone through a massive meeting with an elder god while under the um, effects of psychotropics. I, I wouldn't want to do that as a one-two punch, and I don't want to do that to, to Amber. So, all right. I, I think Lyris is onto it. No, I, I think Lyris and Wraith have made a good suggestion. Let's go talk to the matriarch before she comes to talk to us. Okay. Um, also, there's now a mild petition in parts of uh, Emberlin's psyche to start looking for mariachi stormbreakers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, so you finish your drinks, um, and I assume you just ask Amber, like, where where the matriarch would be. Oh yes, so we'll ask we'll ask Amber, but um, I think we're going to sneak out with the drinks. Like, we've we've got stuff to do today. We've all had a breather, but let's we're gonna we're gonna take the drinks with us. All right. So she's like, well, technically the matriarch is in the next town over. Um, so she's over in uh, Evergreen. Um, you're currently in First Fall, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, so you're in first the town of First Fall, which is the, the port city. Um, Evergreen is the one at like the center. Um, yeah, don't steal these people's port these poor people's glasses. Come on! When are we going to start collecting glass? We've been to so many different islands. We have taken no souvenirs apart from pieces of dead monster. Let's let's get a pint glass from fucking Green Spires. Uh, also, uh, a small... I'm going to call it the rebellious part of uh, Emberlin Psyche wants to create a mariachi bagpipe fusion storm-breaking band. Can we get so, an accordion in there just for good measure? Like, No. I draw, <laughs> there is a line we will not cross. Uh. Oh, I, I start, it's not about necessarily the drink. The drink is lovely. It's about the glass, you know? Like a little, like, maiden stolen from uh, the rat and aristocrat on the bottom. Alright, I'm the only part of Emberlin Burns that wants to steal a pint glass. So, alright, we'll stay and finish the drinks like a bunch of nerds, I guess. And then we'll have um, Ambus take us to... Uh, okay, so... Uh, uh, so, Amber, are we going to need to take the ship? Uh, is this walkable distance? Uh, she's like, it would be way faster if we took the ship. I mean, we, you can walk there. It's just... It's a whole thing. It would be faster if we just up and over and then back down. Uh, fine, 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 fine. Um, oh, uh, what do the pint glasses look like? What do the glasses for these drinks look like? Uh, these are, like, really nice, like, crystal, um, like, tumblers. Do we need more crystal tumblers? <laughs> Just Lucifer with, as I said, crime glasses. Lyris, no, Lyris, Dorchus, there are no sand sharks, it is a water planet. Water world. There are sand sharks. But don't encourage this! It's actually literally written into the description of Greenspires. 
Which I didn't make. Sadly. Right. Oh, okay. Let me, oh, wait, was, hang uh, Was it Dorchus? No, it was uh, Ranamon, who was one of the Shadow League of DMs. Oh, lovely. So I can't yell at them directly. But I can glare. They might not be able to see it, but they'll be able to hear it. <laughs> Sorry, this is a couple of times when there's like a, a ploof of smoke that comes across Baron and then just disappears. Yeah, it's when I say the Shadow League of DMs. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, fine. Fine, 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 fine. I can't argue the existence of sand sharks. All right. So are you stealing the glasses? No, we'll leave them. Okay. So you finish your drinks and you make your you start heading back towards the ship. Okay. Uh, you get there and you undock. Uh, you technically still, I think, have like two or three days. This dock's rented for like two or three days. You gave that lady a bunch of extra money in case you forgot to pay. Okay, it well, was fairly cheap. So means we can come dock back up here if we want to. Yeah. All right, everyone in the ship. All right, so you get in the ship. You putt 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 up. It's actually basically easiest to just go straight up and then over to evergreens. Okay. Um, the evergreens are, you don't notice, like they're called the evergreen because it is a city built between these five massive evergreen trees. Okay. Um, a bunch of rope bridges and stuff connecting them, but they're like built around the base, like kind of spiraling up. Um, so there, there's four, and then there's like the one in the middle is the, the biggest, and that's, you can tell like towards the top, there's this grand, like huge treehouse thing. Um, and Amber points, she's like, that's, you know, the Matriarch's abode slash courthouse slash, yeah. Splendid. Well, let's park up as close as we can without, you know, being offensive. And then let's go talk to them before they come talk to us. Um, um, and yes, we will steal some glasses or some somethings that are quintessentially green spire. Star's correct. We, if we're going to take souvenirs, it needs to be very iconic. Maybe like a tiny little pot plant or something. Um. So you dock on up. Um, and like there, there is a dock like directly connected to the the matriarch's building. Um, you you know tether off. And you get off, and then standing at the end of the dock, there's two um, Lylan guards that, like, are clearly, like, the, like, you stop here, and we, like, let you in or don't. Okay. So, yeah, you, uh, walking up to them, and they, like, you know, kind of do the whole, like, halberds across to, like, stop you from going across, and, like, well, state your business. You know how it is. Smiles up. Hello, hello! Uh, Emberlyn Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers, and my cohorts. Um, we're the reason why the tro- uh, Tripping over my own words today. Jesus, my Jiminy friends, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> we're the reason why the trees are growing very, very, very rapidly, and we thought we should introduce ourselves as quickly as possible. Um, they, uh, well, persuasion check for me. Uh, I think we're pretty easy to see. I think we know persuasion. I think you do. Eight. Fuck. 
Um, so one of them is like, aha, sure. And then Amber steps up and is like, no, no, seriously, like, we are actually the reason the trees are growing. We, um, we went through one of the rituals down in First Fall and uh, talked to a giant deer god and awoken them. Uh, and then Amber's also going to roll this way. We're calling him Carl. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, shit! Okay, Amber's just, I guess, come out of that, like, existential dread with a newfound fervor. I think it's more just, like, how genuinely, like, oh, God, no, we actually did this. The one guard's like... But that is a fucking crit 20. Like, feckin' yo. Oh, I can't wait until later when we desperately need a 20 and we never get it. Die horribly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We're calling him Carl with disadvantage. Um, so yes. The monitor's like, all right, fine, follow me. Um, and leads you inside. Um... As you walk, it's actually almost, like, difficult to walk on some of the, the walkways here because of how many pine needles are, like, built up on the walkways. <laughs> uh, they, like, start getting kind of slippery. It seems like they haven't been, at least right here, they haven't been swept recently. Um, During the walk, I do turn back to, to Ember and just... Uh, to, uh, to Amber and just go... At least once. Yeah. At least once. Yeah. Um... So you you walk on up or down these big like grand hallways. They're fairly nice, but they're um, it seems like they were built by somebody who was into like grandiose things, and then the current matriarch is less so, so they've been kind of toned down. Okay, um, kind of like you know how like when the pope, our current pope, took over, he kind of like oh yeah yeah all the fancy shit we don't need that. Kind of like dialed it back. Um, okay, and um, you went. Actually, get to a very large door. Uh, there's again two island guards standing there. Um, the guard that's leading you like gestures for you to stop. He like goes up and whispers something in one of the guards' ears, um, and then goes into the chamber. And the guards are just like standing there, like eyeballing you, like don't try anything. Um, you're standing there in awkward silence for a moment. Um. on it. No. Sorry, I did not mean to click on that one. I meant to bring up its information. But, no, no. I have nothing to add. Um, after a moment, the, the door opens again. Uh, I the while and just for you to fall in again. Okay. Let us continue. Oh. I mean, friends, we're in an entire building made, admittedly, of evergreen, but it's still a very, very wooden building, and we are very, very, very capable of creating a lot of fire very quickly. So, we definitely have a, um, a if we're going down, you're coming with us maneuver. Yeah. Um, so you walk into, this is clearly like a throne room. Um, okay. At the far end, there's like a raised dais. Uh, with a chair on it, which is currently empty. Um, and the guard actually takes you 
over and then like down to the right, there's a doors that are open, like propped open, and uh, leads you out onto like a balcony. Um, on the edge of this balcony, there's various um, like planter boxes and stuff, just full of like vegetables and flowers and like all sorts of greenery. Okay. Um, uh, there's a couple of people out here just kind of milling around working. Um, and he guides you over to one of the, um, specifically one of like the vegetable pits, um, and kneeling in it in fairly simple clothing, um, but still very nice. Okay. Um, there's a elderly, um, elf woman who is like finishing, like planting, like replanting a, a, I don't know, tomato plant or something. Um, and he, uh, goes, <clears throat> May I present Arwell, Matriarch of the Green Spires. These four claim that they're the reason that everything is suddenly growing much faster than it should. Um, she goes, thank you, you make up. And he, like, gives this deep, very formal bow and then, like, goes away. Uh, she stands up and, like, wipes her hands off and then kind of sizes you up. Uh, with a flourish and a bow, uh, Ah, oh, well, pleasure to meet you. Uh, Emberlyn Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers, and my companions. Uh, Charsu, High Paladin of the Queen of Embers. Hex, Champion of the Queen of Embers. And Amber. Just Amber. It's Amber Stormbreaker, technically. Amber oh. Stormbreaker, just just Amber. She goes, right. So... And she, like, goes over and, like, picks up another plant. And, like, just, like she's just going about her business while you're talking, basically. Okay. Um, she's like, so, how did you cause this? And she, you notice that there's, like, one of the branches has broken through the side of one of the buildings. <laughs> like, it grew and, like, cracked through the wood. Sorry. So, um, we did not come here with the intention of doing thusly. Um, however, we took the, the trials that um, many pilgrims have taken before, but it seems that um, yeah we might have gone I don't want to say further but we encountered we encountered one of the old gods a gigantic majestic stag that seemed to be as much coral as as weeping willow this gigantic god majestic glorious beast she, like, again, like, finishes replanting this one, stands up and brushes her hands off and he goes, Ah, yes. Kamata, I know. Kamata! Ah! And I turn to the rest of the group. So I should probably stop with the Carl thing, right? I should probably stop with the... So, okay. Do you, are you nodding? Are you nodding? I should... Okay, we'll come back to that one. Anyway. <laughs> X just kind of, like, shrugs. I misunderstood. Kept calling him Carl. Still gonna feel bad about that. Um... Yes, um, we met him, and we spoke to him. They actually spoke with you. Yes. As part of my right to become matriarch, I also took part in the pilgrimage. Um, I did see them, and did, as far as I'm aware, get their blessing, but they did not speak to me. We... You know what? I guess we should say cards on the table, except for we're outdoors and the only cards here are plants. I forget where I was going with this analogy. Um, my 
my particular deity tasked our, our little group with with meeting the old gods. So whether our whether our message gave us extra, I don't know, special remit or what have you, or whether we just hit bloody lucky, I don't know. But yes, we did get to speak to them. And the friends, I'm not going to say straight up that we were the ones that woke the old gods. I'm going to just, just omit a couple of things. And during our conversation, it seemed as if it was if it was Carl's time to awaken once more and as soon as we came to as soon as we were caught by the nets after meeting with um, uh, Kamatra sorry I, I promised I'd stop calling him Carl and yet I've done it again um, after we met with them and we climbed out of the boats the trees began to grow with fervour again I can't imagine that's a coincidence I, I unless you are having the most the most productive day. I cannot imagine those two things are not connected somehow. It was, so it would seem. Um, she walks over. There's a tiny little hearth out here. It's like a three second like pot with a fire going in it. Um, and you notice that there was like a kettle on. Um, she grabs the kettle. And she goes, tea? What do you think, friends? Feck it. Why not? I mean, if I end up tripping balls again and what have you, then so be it. We don't have we don't have anywhere else to be today. I, I'd love some tea, thank you. So she prepares you all tea, um, and then like sits down. There's a small table with a couple chairs around it, and just for you to sit with her. Um, that's interesting. I've never I've never heard of anyone actually speaking with them, so it is. A rarity, if nothing else. Uh, well. Almost casually, Emberlin kind of just utters, it's becoming very commonplace for us at the moment, but these are very interesting times. Um, can you roll a perception check for me? I can. We do know perception. 14! Um, Alright. So, you notice that she's very, like, not trying to hide it, but very subtly cast a spell. Ooh. Um, can you roll your arcana? Fuck yeah. Which I don't think you know. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. So, that's just going to be a roll 20. Nat 20! I can't wait to fuck up an important roll later. <laughs> uh, um... So from what you can tell from like the, hand, the few hand gestures that you recognize, uh, she cast a detect magic spell on you. Uh, well, let's let that thing go. Ping! Yeah. Um, and she just like continues with the, the conversation like nothing happened. Um, I'm going to ignore it for a second, friends, but I'm definitely going to reference that in a bit. Yeah. That's... Well. Did... Did they say what their plans were, what they were going to do, or just that they're awake now? Uh, friends, I am drawing a fecking blank. I remember them saying that now is the that we were the ones that inspired them to awaken, but I do not remember if Carl said they were going to do anything specific. Um, help me out here. Help me out here, other brain cells. Oh yeah, and uh, sorry, I'm going to be careful with the info. 
Um, okay, thank Dorchus, you are an absolute treasure of a person. Um, so, uh, this is what uh, Carl said to us. Uh, the new Queen of Embers, Idrith, that's uh, the name of the Queen of Embers. I've actually got it at the book at the beginning, which is dedicated to Idrith, Queen of Embers, so I don't forget. Uh, first of her name wishes it so, then it shall be. Green spires shall grow more than they did before. I, the god of nature, will make nature rise. So be it. Okay. So, having having wistfully thought back into the memories for a brief second, thank you. Uh, Emberlind informs him of. Well, they were somewhat vague with their intent, but something along the lines of their intent to make. Uh, to make nature rise once more, that the green spires shall grow more than they did before. I don't know if that is good or bad, but that was their that was their general intent. Very well. Uh, she kind of gestures at one of the people who was gardening. Um, she goes, "Would you fetch me the architects, please?" And they like, nod and put down what they were doing and scurry off. Um, just hold on, I won't feel we might need to uh, accelerate some of our plans. Yeah, I have a feeling that I just uh, cancelled all of your architects' weekends. Honestly, they, they're they a special breed and they love the work, so you probably just made their entire century. <laughs> well, then at least we have done some good. I mean, I I did not come here... Sorry, we did not come here to cause disruption. And looking at this whole place, it is beautiful. The idea of more of it, at least to my tiefling self, seems like a great thing, but I didn't want to assume. And I figured it better that the four of us come find you rather than you need to come find us. It is appreciated. I'm not particularly a fan of having mysteries, especially about the entirety of my kingdom. Oh, then you do not want to hang out with us for more than a short amount of time because we seem to just proc. I'm I'm saying too much. I'm saying I'm looking at Chaosu. <laughs> Chaosu, am I am I talking I, I too think much? You look over and Amber's giving you this like, would you shut the fuck up? Look. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it must be the come down from the uh, from the ritual. Um, it, it's been a day. Oh, just interesting. Well. So you say you are the herald of the Queen of Embers? Indeed. I was the the first of her, I guess, her... What, I mean, what are we? Her entourage? Her, her vanguard? Now, the first of her court, I guess. Thank you, Wraith. Yeah, I believe, I believe you had started calling yourselves the Court of Embers. Yes. Uh, I, I was the first of uh, what we've come to refer to as the Court of Embers. She... Gave me missive, merely to to go across the land and let people know that she's coming. And uh, then I met these lovely these lovely individuals, and yeah, we've ended up forming quite a little quite a little family. She goes, well, and I shall keep my eye out for the Herald of Kamata. Oh my word! Yes, you'll. I mean, hopefully have a uh, hopefully have a herald as well. 
God, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't even think that I might have Harold's competition. Have to, I don't know, have a dance off or something. Um, again, very sorry that taking a lot of drugs today. Lot of drugs. Very specifically, a pants off dance off. Oh God, yes. I've got a tail for fuck's sake. Like, <clears throat> sorry, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> But, um... So I think right about now, um, a, like, gaggle of gnomes <laughs> makes their way out onto, onto the uh, balcony. She goes, well, unless there's anything else pressing, I believe I need to uh, speak with my engineers. Uh, I, I look around to, to the, the cords. No, I, I, think, I think us waking an old god and starting accelerated growth might be it for today. Uh, I, um... <laughs> Thank you kindly for the tea. And as I get up to stand, I was like, "Oh, and um, what did your uh, what did your spell inform you?" Just oh, are you aware you're being tracked? <laughs> Somebody has cast Hunter's Mark on you. Huh. And it's uh, actually thank you for letting me know. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, however, it might not be for nefarious purposes, but thank you for letting us know. We've a tendency to get into trouble, so I can understand a couple of people might want to keep... Do you... Was it cast on my personage or on one of our objects? Uh, it is on you as, a, as an individual. Interesting, interesting. Well, anyway, thank you so much for your time. I'm... I hope the architects have a fun time with this, and I apologize for throwing a little bit more chaos in. Yeah, you look over at them, and they're all carrying, like, just, like, heaps of blueprints and, like, various instruments, and they're, like, buzzing with excitement. (laughs) Anyway, we should get out from underfoot, um, but, again, thank you for the tea and for your time. Thank you for the information. And... Now, if you'll excuse me. Um, everybody else stands. Amber gives a very deep bow. Um, Hex kind of does that. Like, oh, we're supposed to bow. Okay. Oh, I've got Char- a, the Emberlin flourish has got to come out. Sharsu gives just a small nod. Um, and you make your way out. Okay. So uh, I'm going to keep the, the smiles blazing. I'm going to keep the, the full, like, hello, yes, uh, until we get out of the place, past the guards. Uh, and then, like, uh, then the the smile drops immediately. Who in the hot Queen of Embers loving hell put a hunter's mark on me? I know it wasn't any of you lot. <sighs> think, think, think. Okay. I wonder if we can... I wonder if we can trace it back. Okay. Um, oh, so it's only an hour, so it had to be recently. Okay. All right, I'd like to attempt uh, Detect Arcana on self. I know it's a tricky one, but I want to try. Do you have Detect Magic, or do you just want to, like, Arcana roll yourself? Uh, I just Arcana roll, unfortunately. I don't have anything... I, I, I don't think I have Detect Magic. No, I'm pretty sure you don't. No. It's because every time we get to choose new spells, it's like, <laughs> here's something like Detect Magic, or more fire. Yeah. Um. 
Okay, yeah, so that's what I'd like to attempt to do. Okay. So it's going to be... Um, you're not proficient with it, so it's going to be a pretty high DC roll. But go ahead and roll an arcana check for me. 14. 14? You can, like, kind of tell there's a bit of a, like... Now that she's pointed it out, you can tell there is something, like, about your personage that is happening. Like, something magical, but you can't, like, pinpoint it or backtrace or anything. All right. Um, with an exclamation like a frustrated toddler, Emberlin kicks the ground. <sighs> a bunch of pine needles just go... <laughs> <laughs> right. Turning to the court. <sighs> so someone has been keeping tabs on us. And by the looks of things, someone here in Greenspire. Amber, you know this place. Do they have like a secret police? Or like a, you know... Not that I know of, but I, except for that one very drunken night, stayed on, you know, the good side of the law when I was here. Okay, well, that's that good. A fun night. That's good to know, and you're going to have to tell us that story at some point, because I'm very intrigued. But, okay... Where have we been today? We were... I mean, we spoke with a god. God's not going to need to keep tracks on us. They, the gods seem to be able to find us very easily. The people down at the boat? No. I mean, what were they, apart from scared shitless? Uh, and some of them perturbed that they had to actually do a, do something for their job. Who else? There was the bartender. There was the bar. We didn't do anything to warrant being marked. The accordion player! Right. Flames in hands. The hunt is on. To the bar! And with a... Immediately extinguishing the fire, realising that everything around Emberlin is flammable, Emberlin marches back towards the pub. All right, so you, I mean, you'll have to get back in your ship and then fly back, and then. Uh, have you ever seen someone like sternly fly a ship? Because that's what Emberlin's going to do. It's like. Yeah. So you fly back and you redock at your same dock, right? Because you still. Um, uh, and then you march back to the bar and you get there and it is closed because it is like midnight. Emberlin stares at the closed door for longer than is probably healthy. For a brief second, Emberlin holds in one hand a floating fire, shaking as if there's a an unhealthy amount of restraint going through one tiefling arm. And then the hand closes. Uh, I'd like to cock one ear and possibly listen. I'd like to um, uh, roll for perception to see if I can hear an accordion playing. Okay, uh, go and roll me a perception check. Nine. Nope, seems like the place is empty. Yeah, between the the psychedelic trip, the commute time to and from, like it's it's very nighttime. <laughs> Okay, Lyris, I'm not going to burn the bar down. Just thinking about it. 
And as someone who frequently wakes up at two in the afternoon, believe me, midnight sneaks up real fucking fast. Okay. Emberlin half-heartedly kicks the door, turns around to the rest of their companions. Well, whoever is whoever is keeping a tab on me seems to have escaped for now. I say because we did go to the guild hall here, didn't we? Yep. Let's get a uh, night. It was and Dorcas. It was like half an hour to in front, like half an hour to half an hour from give or take well the, the boat ride was half an hour and then there's the walking so total it's been a few hours okay yeah and star's right it was not the matriarch herself she just did detect magic and considering how sharp we were at spotting that I think we would have noticed her casting it um uh, could it have been the Matriarch's guard? We don't know. But the thing was, those those guards were standing with us. Okay. Is it doing the thing with the pirate music again? Why does it keep doing this? It really wants us to be pirates today. Oh, no, this is actually... No, sorry. This is the... Still the right playlist. Okay. This is just the pirate playlist. You know what? I'm just developing some kind of, like, weird hurdy-gurdy fear. Yeah. How can such an awesome-sounding instrument have such a dumb name? Just, I don't know why. Yeah. Anyway. All right. But... Um... I would like to, to... I would like to check to see if I'm still marked. Okay. Give me another account check. Okay. Nine. Double check where your can is. Eh. You're not sure, honestly. <sighs> Hurdy gurdy mariachi mashup. Hurdy gurdy mariachi backpipe mashup. Here we go. That's our storm breaking band. It sounds like 18 cats falling down the stairs. But techno. Yeah. Some. Somehow. <laughs> somehow we have invented techno. Right. <laughs> to chill to. <laughs> 18 cats falling down the stairs to chill to. Oh, God. All right. A little bit uncharacteristically Emberlin, but I'm going to admit defeat. Just, all right. Whoever is keeping tabs on us here, I've, I've the trail's cold. Let's go put our heads down. We'll get Beck and sleep in at the guild hall, and then we'll come back at it fresh tomorrow. We can go talk to the old lady who got us munted, and then maybe find out perhaps some more about these rituals, perhaps some more of the old gods, because we need info right now. Yeah. And at least if someone comes for us, we're in the guild hall. Like, that's, that's home turf. Yeah. Oh. All right, so you make your way back to... The guild hall, sink a pint or two. Um, 
the you... it is not a rambunctious evening for us because at this point, let's be honest, we're on the feckin' come down and uh, Emberlin is still frustrated. Like, someone had the audacity to track us. And any other place we'd start setting things on fire, but it's a whole city that we like full of flammable things. What do you think, friends? Perhaps a chance to, to delve some information from the locals? Or should we try and get ourselves uh, an early night? Mm. And Alnus, you were correct. Oh, and Dorches beat me to it, but yeah. The Boom Assassin's card. <clears throat> uh, the Boom Assassin's card has a spell in it that lets us contact them, um, I guess, for when required for professional work. Um, and we gave them a free ride from Tajema, which they needed to uh, make a hurried escape uh, to here. So it wouldn't be unfair for us to ask for a, a professional favour. But honestly, friends, I am tempted to just put our head down, go talk to the, um, the old stoner lady in the morning. Okay, she wasn't really a stoner lady. She was a mystic a shaman. Druid. She's a druid. But, like, what are druids if not the final form of stoners? Oh, Lyris, we haven't decided what we're doing with our evening if we want to... Oh, and Austin getting... Nice. It is getting fairly late, so... All right, executive decision. Emberlin stands up with an exhausted manner and goes, I think it's bedtime. Yep. And trundles up onto, up to accommodation. We're going to go talk to the, um, the, the druid in the morning. All right. Um, so, yeah, you head on up to bed. Um, as you, like, stand, Hex goes, I... And, and kind of like fidgets with their their golden wake pen because I'm going to get my own room. <laughs> and then Go goes you. up to the bar to, to get a key for their own room since they are in fact also a hunger. I'm so proud of Hex. He's doing so well. Yeah. Although, Dorches, if you are the cautious part of my brain, of Emberlin's psyche, you know what? Tonight, gonna um, gonna unhook the weapons and whatnot, but gonna sleep in gonna sleep in my kit tonight. Okay. Um. There's about that. Um. Okay. Uh, just be warned that sleeping in your armor does give you a point of exhaustion. If you get three points of exhaustion, you start rolling everything with disadvantage. Okay. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the hit. Even if we're gonna look a little haggard in the morning. Yep. So under other resources, I'm gonna mark one to keep in mind that you have that. You get rid of them by get rid of them one by one by sleeping by getting a full eight hours rest out of armor. Okay. Um. Yeah. 
Okay, so you, uh... Is one point to build check a disadvantage? Let me just quick look it up. Some of nobody's. Oh yeah, you, one level you have disadvantage on. Um, disadvantage on ability checks. Two is your speed is halved. Three is disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Four hit point maximum is halved. Five speed reduced to zero, and six is death. Oh god, you can yeah. stay awake to death. All right, new plan. Someone who's almost done that. Yes, you can. <laughs> Um, what have we got? Uh, you know what? Exhaustion's taken... Exhaustion may feck us a little too hard. You know what? We're just going to risk it for a biscuit. Just get a, a decent night's sleep. Feck yeah. it. We're exhausted. We have have gotten very, very high and had to come down from it. Yeah, it's, it's nap time. Okay. So you you doff your armor, you head to bed. You wake up the next morning, nothing appears to have occurred. Uh-huh. Making me nervous here! Yep. Uh, it's kind of my job, though. Like... Fair. Um, yeah, you head downstairs. Uh, everyone's already waiting down there. We woke up a little late. You had a day. I had a day. Okay. Big stretch. Ugh. Right. Who wants to talk to the old lady that got us feckin' ruined yesterday? Hex raises their hand. Oh. Sharks, you can tell like, whatever. Um. As we start to trundle to the door. Hex, buddy, how was your room? Get your own space all by yourself. Like, to be honest, it was kind of weird. I'm not used to having a space to myself. You'll get used to it, friend. You'll get used to it. And you've certainly earned it. Right! To the old lady with the good drugs! <laughs> with waking up and immediately going to see your dealer. That's a healthy lifestyle. Remember, it's only a problem if you run out. Otherwise, it's just a dependency. Let's go! Uh, so yeah, you make your way back down there. Um, and yeah, you find the, the floating, like, raft hut as you left it previously. Um, you actually roll a perception check for me. Okie dokie. As you're making your way down towards it. 13. Uh, you notice there's actually... Um, there's more uh, boats tied around back, like the boats that you took the, the thing in. Um, like, before there was like two or three, and they actually had to bring a couple to get you up to four, but now there's like seven or eight of them. Interesting. Rat a tat tat in the door. Let's see who's home. 
Um, so yeah, she opens up the door and goes, Ah, go back. Welcome. Does, does, did you want to go through again? Um, well, we got to speak to... We got to speak to the uh, the old god in question, which, um, having spoken to your matriarch now, I find out is exceedingly rare. So I think we can forgo formalities. Pop a kettle on. Let's have a conversation. We have many questions. Yes, very well. Um, as you may have noticed, business has increased a bit since the trees began to grow. I wondered if you had something to do with that. Uh, well, okay. It's not us as a, a team that made the trees grow. That is definitely uh, Carl. However, I believe it was our interaction with that, that awoke Carl and got him on, well, all of this. Oh, I guess if you come in, sit down, I will just start some tea. Um, so wait, you said tr- boop, you said trade is booming. Are more, uh, are more people just taking the pilgrimage or are they seeing the old god or... More people are attempting. Uh, I've heard one or two have at least seen that have gone through after you, but uh, I've I've actually spoken with them. So I'm starting to think that it's quite rare to actually have a conversation. They pouring tea. Oh, very, very, very rare. In fact, I've never actually heard of anyone talking to them. Well, they did say that they had to remember how to speak words, so that should have probably been an indication. Fair enough. The fact that they spoke to you is a indication that there is indeed something quite different about you. I... I uh, had to describe myself. Herald of the Queen of Embers. And I believe it is um, uh, essentially my my particular deity that's opening doors. I I'm not anything particularly special. It's just, you know, what can I say? Got a got a wonderful benefactor. Anyway, oh damn it, no Wraith, that's way better. I'm gonna, okay, I want to do over on that line. We're just, I get that a lot. Yeah. Just. But yes, it has been quite some time since they've been in their kind of. Slumber. Not quite fully asleep like some of the old gods, but in remission, I should say. Mm. They well, they had to go through a very drastic change when the world flooded, and that takes it out for a bit. This is way too intense music for this. Yeah, for little old lady pouring his tea. that's why we wanted to come talk to you. And yeah, AR, I see what you're saying. I'm going to come back to that. Um, With how many other old gods are there? Where might they reside? If if it's time for them all to come back, I would personally quite like ringside seats. Oh, well, I mean, there are many. I've heard a rumor of some, but honestly, who knows how many there are. How many aspects of existence are there, really? Twelve. I'm sorry, I made that up. Please continue. Uh, Because I've heard of some... uh, One or two that reside in the Underdark, which is still sealed off as far as I'm aware. Mm. Um, There's rumor of one 
hidden and slumbering in as the GM checks the notes to make sure they get the name right. So, friends, we might have to go to the Underdark. Uh, the Floating <gasps> Mountains of Periton. The Floating Mar- Mountains of Periton? Periton. P-E-R-T-O-N. Okay. Um, those are the, the few that I've heard of. Well, the Floating Mountains could make a nice uh, a, a next destination on our uh, our little voyage. Well, we trade with them quite frequently, so... Oh, lovely, lovely. Um, I will, I'll have to ask some of the some of the traders if they'll uh, point us in the right direction. But... And then if you're trying to get the Underdark... <sighs> I don't want your, to your go to the Underdark. Is... I should... I should... The fact that I might have to go there is scary and terrifying, but... I mean, your closest bet would be Deladar. Deladar? But, yes, it's a dwarven, dwarven city for the most part. They, uh, it's one of the mountains that still picks up above the water. They've uh, mined down into it, and there's a city under there. You know what? If anybody's Can... close to the dark, it's going to be them. After seeing Tajema's great big magic shield walls, you know what? I'm not even surprised. Wasabi. Shh. <laughs> there could be more than one set of floating mountains. Uh. <laughs> and Adam, I hope there is not a time god because we do not need wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Okay, I'm sorry. Apologies for interrupting. Um, so, floating mountains and. Okay. Sorry, friends. I was just doing a uh, a long, deep ponder thing because I'm wondering if we can ask her about more of the the rituals, like ways to communicate with the old gods. They have their pilgrimage, but I wonder if there are more ways. Well, I'm just going to go and ask. But so, the pilgrimage, the 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 herbs, and the seeing a whole bunch of colourful things even before the god showed up. How old is that pilgrimage? How old is that ritual? She kind of chuckles and says, "Who's to say? I am quite old, and it's been around since long before me, and even before the one that taught me and the one that taught them." So. Pilgrimage has always been around as a way to commune, pay tribute to the old god, at least this one. Rituals per god may be different, honestly. This is just how we communicate with ours. And I hope you'll forgive me if this question seems rude or impertinent. Are there any other, we'll say rituals, that you use to communicate with your god? Just... No, just just the one, personally. Um, I've heard of other druids using slightly different methods, or entirely different methods. It's partially how you were taught, partially what they found works. Okay. 
So your god's awesome, by the way. Sorry, I, I don't know if anyone said that yet, but it is... If you'll forgive the terminology, bloody massive. And... Oh boy. Yes, yes I... A little sad I didn't get to see them before the world flooded, because I've been told it was... Uh... Different, but still quite a sight back then as well. Mm. It's strange the newer gods are all, well, people. And believe me, they have uh, an imposing aura, the likes of which you would not believe, but they're still of people. Carl was, frankly, older than the concept of people. And. Yes, that is why they have trouble remembering how to speak. This is a thing they learned once. Civilization became a thing. <sighs> Emberlyn eventually ends up... Emberlyn takes... Maybe it's not just like a long pause, but almost like a, a long rest. You know, there's, there's something about this old lady in this tiny hut whose job it is to get people fucking ruined and put them in canoes. Sometimes they get to commune with gods, and sometimes they're just tourists that she gets fucked up for fun. Sorry, I don't mean to impose, but, like, that's got to be entertaining. But there's just such a matter of fact. She's not having an existential crisis. She's not freaking out. It just is. Like, this is just a, oh, well, you, you met one of the deities? Oh, lovely. In the same way as, like, you know, your nan being happy for you when you you do well in your school project. Oh, you got to see one of the old gods that was formed one of the very aspects of creation. Ah, oh, that's lovely for you, dear. She's not jealous. She's not mad. Would you like a cookie? Yeah, I'd love a biscuit with my tea. Thank you. Probably should have asked her what's in the tea because I might end up seeing fucking, like, pink elephants in about, eight, like, an hour. But there we go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Anything else you want to ask her? Um, friends, is there any... I mean, she knows her stuff. We've got to find other druids of other places. And now we have two spe spells. Oh, actually, Dorchus, that's a wonderful question. Um, so, having, having kind of brought their thoughts back from this, like, actually calming quiet. Um, would you know... Around about the the time period when the when the newer gods started to appear, as well as far as I'm aware, they began appearing roughly when civilizations began forming. Okay, almost like the gods were uh, a response. Every time period has has its gods. Sorry, my uh, my deity is very new, so I'm still learning. And yet also very old. Yes, I'm still not. I'm still not understanding. Perhaps you know you might be able to shed some light on this because, I mean, Carl knew who my deity was. Some of the old gods existed, and they either grew tired of existing, or gave up, or were forgotten. And when that happens, they cease to exist, but their power remains. It's there, it's just unclaimed and unwielded. I would guess that your Queen of Embers 
stepped in and took up the mantle. She found a, a mantle that was not being wielded and through incredible power was able to bend it to her will and bind it to herself. An empty chair which one of the old gods may have left. Exactly. She not only found the table, she discovered a seat at the table that was vacant and <laughs> through probably a bit of audacity and sheer force of will took it for herself. We've actually seen the chair. It's very impressive and a little bit intimidating, I won't lie. I'd like to see that someday. Maybe. <laughs> I tell you what, once we've... That's hoping... Hopefully we don't cause too many troubles. We'll, we'll come back and hopefully I can introduce you. I think I would like that quite a bit. I spent my entire life serving one elder god. It would be kind of nice to meet another one. Yes. Actually, that does remind me. Have you heard of the Sisters of Ash before? Um, you know, I'm going to roll to see if she actually has. Ooh. <laughs> does the Queen's Court need a drug dealer? Um, she has... Does not ring a bell, unfortunately. Well, um, is there anything else we can ask about, friends? Uh, also, I don't. The only reason I don't want to suggest the old lady come with us is because she's about to get boom in business. Like the whole city of Greenspires is like pilgrimage. Like she is about to make money hand over fist. <laughs> she also didn't charge you any money to do this, so. I like to think she's going to make money somehow. All right, let me let me dream. Let me dream. Uh, also, so, Osteline, what her friend? Um, I think right about now, in the distance, you hear like one of those massive like warning horns go off. Like the old like ooh, like shit's going down warning horns that uh, cities often have, and Amber just goes, "Fuck, I gotta go." What do you mean you gotta go? What's happening? She's like, that. they're calling us. Go. Is that us, us, or just you? Storebreakers, and like, rushes out the door. Follow that ginger! Sorry, thank you for the tea. We'll be continue. We'll come back. We'll talk about gods! As I run out the door. Yeah, so she's like, not sprinting, but very much making haste towards like the edge of town. Oh, then we are feckin' following behind a full tilt. Alright. Um, like, she knows where she's going. She, like, starts taking all these weird, like, shortcuts through, like, there's a couple of, like, rope swings that, like, cut between <laughs> um, the, the various bridges and stuff, and she's, like, <laughs> she's booking it after! Um, but yeah, she makes her way, like, towards the edge of town, um, and eventually you get to, um, there's this congregation of branches that's actually holding up, like, a stone that has a, like, a monolith on it. Um, and she she gets there and there's like a bunch of people all dressed very similar to how she dresses and you can tell they're all like stormbreakers um, and they're all gathering and you see now that you're like out of the trees you see there's this massive storm coming 
Oh, good. Okay, uh, so what, like, are we talking like dark clouds whipping up or is, hmm. Like huge, massive dark clouds. You see like lightning cracking in them. Um, and can you roll a check for me? Yes, I can. Because friends, I just had a thought. Who asked us to do a murder and we never did that murder? Uh, you said perception. Yep. Seven. No. I'm going to so pay it to that it. 20. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she goes up and talks. There's clearly like somebody in charge. And they um, they see her and they're like, like oh, Amber, like give her a big hug. And they're like, oh, when would you get back in town? Like, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I should probably make this person. Um, so yeah, the person that they like went up and hugged um, was a triton Mac presenting waist length green hair that kind of resembles seaweed um, it's about like 5'8 really bad posture small goatee that's uh, the same kind of like green like lichen-y stuff um, uh, he's got like you can tell he's got like a bunch of tattoos oh are they obviously carrying an instrument um okay I'll see do. Uh, yeah, they've got like um, it's like they're not currently wearing it, but sitting next to them is one of those like marching band drums that they're like actually it's um, it's like one of the the small ones that's like you know a foot across or so that has like the harness you put on to drum to, but it's sitting next to them. Okay, and they're like they're like twirling one of the drumsticks. Um, they're they're chatting for a brief minute and like seems like they know each other from like way back in college and stuff and then um, yeah they um, they're kind of like standing on the outskirts like ah this is a lot of stormbreakers um, sure it's fine you hear, you hear Ambers and like how much time I got he's like it's coming real fast uh, we got maybe like half an hour to get everybody in place he goes, actually, you know, since it's your first time back, since you graduated, you want to you wanna take lead on this one? Huh? Huh? Want to take lead? Like, pats her on the shoulder. You want to? Huh? Huh? She's like, fuck you, yes. Um. um so, uh, it's a snare, sorry. Thank you, yeah. Lyris. Um, um, Amber, Amber, sorry to interrupt, because you're probably going to have to stop running in a second. Um, how, how does that storm look to you? She goes, uh, bad. Very bad. And I don't know if you can tell, but uh you got your spyglass on here? He's like, Oh yeah, totally, here you go. And he like gives she's got one of those like telescoping like monocle things and then like pulls it out. She's like, Yeah, there's a big ass wave there and like slaps it closed and then hands him his uh Fuck. Um is there anything untoward about this talk? Does it look like it's coming from one place or person? She snaps it back open and like does a quick peer across. Um, I give her a perception roll. That's her perception. Is, I think it's plus three. Oh, she's. Um, no, looks like a pretty normal storm for this time of year. Oh, thank fuck. Sorry, forgive my language. Okay, well, 
then you know what? You you got this. We got you. Um, lunch when you're done. I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe some meats or possibly salad. Just those are very different things. Like, yeah, actually, I probably want to eat after this. Um, you want to stay and watch? It sounds actually pretty impressive. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. But the three of us are going to be little to no help. So if we can, if we can, let us know. Otherwise, we'll just we'll just watch. Um, Sharsu like elbows you. It's like we could, could like bless her. Oh yes, we should do that. Okay, Amber, come in for a second. Okay, um, bow your head. Um, bows her. I, I hold my little medallion, place a hand on Chiaosu. Uh, Chiaosu, uh, give her the blessing. She pulls out his war pick, which again looks a little different, um, and like places it on her shoulder and like mutters a, a quick prayer. And again, you see that like sheen go from like the ember sheen go from his shell down his arm over the weapon and then like over her. And she like gets like the shiver, like, huh. <laughs> um, huh okay. All right, may you Ooh, go with the blessing great. of the Queen of Embers. Now, go fight a storm. Yeah. So she um, she goes and there's again there's this rock and there's like a monolith at the center, which is their like gathering point. Um, and you see all the stormbreakers start lining up around like the edge of the city. Like you look down and there's just a row of them, like every fifty feet or so. Um, and so it's her, and then just directly to her right is um, uh, the dude she was talking to. His name is Quentin Chi, by the way. He was oh. made by Cobble Cap. Lovely. Um, Thank you, Con. Uh, hopefully we get to have a conversation with him. Or things get really bad. Either way! Um, but yeah, as she's sitting there, she, like, pump herself up. She gets her bagpipe ready. Quentin gets his drum on. And, like, he's just sitting there, like, spinning his drumsticks, like, incessantly. But you tell the dude she's got way too much energy. Um... Um, and then, yeah, she gets her bagpipe ready. She, like, checks left and right, make sure everyone else is kind of ready. And she just starts, like, this big, like, long note and then slowly starts building into a song. And then Quentin, like, you literally just see him raise his hand and go, like, one, two, three, four! And, like, the entirety of the Stormbreakers just starts playing this massive echoing, like, you could tell if you were to, like, run down, the song would change because of the instruments you can hear at the different ranges, but it would still be the same song. And as this starts, you see the water near them start to kind of, like, ripple, and then slowly this, like, churning bubble starts forming around the entireties of the green spires. Yes! Just, like, the wind encompassing it. Um, and yeah, the you, as it's coming, you see this like you can tell now this huge like hundred foot wave is just coming for the city. Um, and the wind outside of the city, you can tell, is starting to pick up. It's getting louder. You can start to hear the cracks of thunder and the lightning enveloping the sky. Um, it's gotten almost like nighttime black. And then you just like you're sitting here standing there going, okay, that's a big wave. We sure we're okay here? And then it slams against the um, the shield that they put up and like washes over, and you're just in the middle of this massive, massive hurricane. And they're playing. Um, 
it keeps hitting wave after wave, like a second huge wave hits. And you can actually start to see a bunch of the bards are like, it does take them effort to do this. It's not just like, I'm just playing an instrument. Like it takes effort to cast these kind of spells. You can tell some of them are like starting to shake a bit and like some of the notes are faltering a little bit. Um, space there. Um, even Amber, like you can tell a couple of her notes are like starting to get a little, a little shaky as she's trying to withstand this massive crashing wave. Um, and then Sharsu steps up um, and like puts his hand on her shoulder and starts like praying. Um, and then Hex is like, oh, fuck, and like walks up and goes to like for a shoulder, but then realizes that they're too short and just like puts a hand on, on her back and also like lowers his head. Um, and as they're both sitting there kind of like muttering little prayers to the Queen of Embers, you see the like sheen go from both Hex and Sharsu again over Amber. And she like squares her feet up and starts playing with more strength. And then as she's playing, you start to see out of the extra pipes, flames start shooting out. Yes! The uh, chorus of the Queen of Embers. Um, and as she does this, you see this, like, you're not see as much as, like, feel this, like, ripple go through, like, the way or the line of the Stormbreakers. Um, and they all start playing a little stronger, and, like, the storm is getting more and more intense, but they're holding strong. Um, and this goes on for, like, hours. Like, they're sitting there playing for, like, two, three. It's starting to get, like, they actually start rotating out some of the Stormbreakers because they're getting tired and there's, like, backup Stormbreakers, and so they start cycling them in and out. They, like, swap places quickly. Um, but Amber and um, Quentin are just sitting there the entire time. Like, they're both just, like, pouring sweat, playing... And after, like, five hours of this, the storm finally, like, starts to dissipate and you come out the other side. Um, and it finally gets down to just, like, a light rain, and Amber finally just, like, stops playing, just, like, slumps down and, like, sits down on the ground. Um, Amberlin and- explodes into a one-person, like, a one-person crowd of cheers, like, Whoa! Yeah! So at this point, there's actually a bunch of people that have come to, like, watch this happen, because it happens regularly enough that they're like, oh, hey, it's really If they bad. want to cheer with Emberlin, they can, but we are the first one to be like, Aah! Yeah. Yeah, so there's a, a big crowd of people near you, and they're all, like, cheering and raising their hands and hugging each other. They're like, yeah, we survived another hurricane. Like, um... Yeah, Amber eventually stands back up and goes, all right. So we're saying off lunch, probably drinks. Lunch and very drinks. Uh, that Qu- was. you wanna you wanna come? He's like, hell yeah, I wanna come. Let's go get some food. I am so glad that that was not related to any gods, because I thought we were fucked. Oh, uh, di- I didn't tell you about that, did? Oh, long story. Let's go get some food. Um, yeah, so she, y'all start making your way towards uh, various food places. Some of the Stormbreaks are clearly just like going home to sleep because they're exhausted now. Um, yeah, you make your way to uh, 
one of the local eateries order a giant feast and you all start sitting down and, and chatting and because they're all stormbreakers they start exchanging stories mm. um after Amber has shoved some food and a couple drinks in her face, she starts telling the story of the Leviathan chasing you. <laughs> um, and the, like, cracking of the the demon temple and burning that floating island down. And, like, starts relaying all these stories, you know, fulfilling her part of the burial. Oh, yeah. Um, and all of this rubber is like, oh, that's dope. And, like, start... Um, eventually she plays them the song that she wrote for the island cracking thing. Um, a bunch of them join in because they can, like, pick up what she's where she's going with the song. And yeah, you look, you spend, you know, until five, six o'clock in this, this restaurant drinking and eating and listening to Stormbreaker stories. Yeah. Oh, so Wraith, Lyris, I considered, but I didn't want to take credit away from Amber, but I think we should have a chat with Amber. Like maybe, maybe the court needs to get ever so slightly bigger. But we'll come back to that. That's the reason, like I said, I didn't want to claim the win. Also, if I'm being perfectly honest, um, I felt like for that entire thing, like, Emberlin's there just kind of thumbing the latch on their little, their the god-killing axe. You know what I mean? Like, at any point, the feckin', like, the the bad word of storms could have shown up. And then suddenly we have to feckin' fight a not-quite-god, but let's be honest, she's still gonna kick-ass-type deity. So, I'm glad we didn't have to deal with that. But honestly, Emberlin was as relieved as everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, you were saying. Uh, so yeah, no. You you all eventually like make your way out of the out of the restaurant. Um, it's like, all right. Well, I gotta go. You know, file reports about this, and you know, every time we do this, we uh, we we get an influx of people wanting to become stormbreakers. So you know, gotta weed out the ones that actually have talent or not. <laughs> Nothing quite like a, a dramatic storm for recruitment, huh? Yeah, that's how do we think we bolster our ranks. That's actually one of the reasons that uh, I'm a little glad that the storms tend to happen during tourist season. Ah. Well, thank you for both the, the show and the spectacle. It was lovely meeting you. Yeah, you too, bro. And he like goes and like offers you a fist bump. Oh, you've got a fist. You, you fist bump the drummer always. Yeah. He's like, all right, Amber. Don't be stranger. She's like, all right, see you later, man. He's like, all right. He walks off, and as soon as he's out of your shot, she's like, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking drama students. All right. So, what would you like to do now? Okay, so friends, I don't think there's anything left for us to do here on Green Spires. I know we're kind of doing a bit like of an Indiana Jones-style power tour, but I I think we should make a move. Um, maybe give, like... Okay, I think we should give um, Amber the evening to rest from the last one. And then... Okay, well, we've got two locations. Let's not go for the entrance to the Underdark just yet. So let's go for the floating island. I think that's where we should head next. What do you reckon? It's our thinking music. This, I haven't tried this playlist yet. This is called Metropolis. Well, this works. Yeah. Okay. The many minds of Emberlin Burns. What do we reckon? 
Alright, Race Race also thinking that we've learned all we can from here now. Um, um, there is a library in um, in the uh, the Stormbreakers like Bard College. Okay. Um, so and like Amber could get you access to that. Um, she could even probably get you access and then like go rest up while you explore. That's actually that sounds like a pretty good shout. What do you all think, friends? But yeah, I'm with Ultrazini that we should make the Underdark like last place on the tour because. Yep. And Wraith with, oh well, you live and burn. That's kind of the Emberlin Burn story. Feel the burn. Live and let burn. If it's burning, that means it's working. Nah, I can do better, sorry. I just, I, I wanted to join in. You all came up with some great ones. I wanted to be a part of that. So you want to try and go to the library? I think that's a solid plan. Because we've got a lot of things that we can research, and I know um, it's not the most uh, bombastic of moments, but knowledge is power, uh, and power gets us into a lot more trouble, so... Yeah. All right, so yeah, so friendos, um, we're going to request um, Amber get us in, sneak us in, do a bit of research while she's resting up, and then we can head out tomorrow. Yeah. All right, so you... Uh... Well, I'll let you ask her yourself. Okay. Right. With a full belly, uh, I can assume that you're probably going to want to crash out at some point. Um, I had an odd query. So the college library. Do you think you could sneak us in? She's like, I mean, it's hardly sneak. I'm on my bragging just walking through where I want. Why can't you let me have this, Amber? Just, I'm, we haven't been able to sneak I mean, into yes, anything for could... days. Get you in through the fire exit? I don't know. That seems appropriate, given she gestures ah. your whole shtick. I do a little fire in the hand. Uh, it's, you've noticed. Um, so yeah, let's go. Um, so you're walking for like 20 minutes or so. Um, eventually, you get to this grand like oak tree that has been like hollowed out. Uh, it's got giant doors on it, and it just says um, over the door, like carved into the wood and then like inlaid with gold it says uh, the College of Storms oh nice um let's say she she walks on in she's like man it's been a while since I've been here so I'll say a little weird um returning to your old alma mater yeah a little bit um you wind your way up through the the oak for a bit um eventually you there's like a big winding staircase that goes around the outside and in the internal is like you see like rooms and they're they're kind of like costumes but most of them are more like performing areas and you're, you're as you walk by a couple of the doors open you hear people inside like playing and learning to play um and like the acoustics are fantastic uh, eventually you get up to like the fourth or fifth floor uh she goes, all right this is the library floor and she walks on in opens the door and yeah like you she shuts open the doors, these giant oak double doors, and um, yeah, just like walls and tons of bookshelves just crammed with books. Like, so many books that often there's not enough room in the shelves that are like stacked them on top of the other books. Just everywhere. Um, at the front desk, there's um, you know, somebody sitting there manning the or personing. There should be a better term for that, this gender neutral. Um, 
sitting at the front desk, like, ready to answer questions or help you find stuff. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, this Lyris says, this building speaks to both the audiophile and bibliophile in me. Oh, Lyris, we're going to be getting deep into the painting here. Um, so, right. So, with a, with a certain amount of glee, Emberlin turns around to Amber and goes, we shall be fine in here. Um, actually, before you go, um, Amber, did you happen to notice the, um, you know, the bagpipe moment earlier today? She's like, yeah, I was a little concerned about that for a minute, and I was hoping it didn't ruin my bagpipe, but it seems fine. Well, if you ever, if you ever find yourself in need of a deity, I have a feeling the Queen of Embers might like you. She goes, well, I might just like the Queen of Embers, so. But we'll get deep into the research. You go rest up. You kicked a storm's ass today. Assuming that storms could, in fact, have an ass, I, I haven't really thought about it logistically. Just oh no, the, the ass is actually a thing. It's what we call tail end storm. See, and that's stormbreaker knowledge. Ah, <laughs> she just turns and walks out. You couldn't let me believe that, Amber. My life would have been better. Casper's white old friend. That's his like heart. What are we looking for? Okay, so um, Emberlin flicking through various pages. Right. Well, firstly, we need to learn how to get to these bloody floating aisles. So, Hex, you know your way around a, a navigation chart as well as the rest of us. Do you want to see if you can find a, a find us a map or some kind of directions? Yes, yes, I will. And they quickly rush over the counter and then pull themselves up and go. Looking for maps. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, like over there, row four. Yeah, echo. And they pop down and they scurry off. Oh, and um, uh, see if there's another map towards the uh, the other place with the dwarves, the stuff and things. Oh. They, they turn around, like, oh, okay. And then, like, skip around down. But they actually run past the island and go, oh, stop, stop, stop. Turn around <laughs> and then go back down. Oh, hexy treasure. Right. Uh, so then, uh, Emberlyn going through the little uh, the notebooks, like, right, well, could look into the Sisters of Ash. Could definitely look and see if there's any books on the other old gods that would be useful. Um, hmm. What do we fancy? Um, Charles is like, so what do you want me to look for? Hmm. So I'll let each of you try and research a thing. Okay. So what should we give to, to Chelsea? Because that's the only one I don't know. I think we should look into like a list of the old gods if we can find it. Like, give us a, a nice... Uh, the Order of Galvita and Tynlu. Oh, yes, feckin' Tynlu. Which, every time we say that, my brain immediately goes to Macadinho, which is another <laughs> weird Britishism. Um... Yes, yeah, so let's... Yeah, music music Day 20 everyone. Patreon, go support them. Yes. Uh, so you want to look into Timelo? Okay, no. I'm going to send Chaosu to look into Timelo. Okay. And I'm going to look into uh, a... Um, I, I want a list of the old gods. I want to look into... Yeah. 
I want to listen to the old okay. gods. Okay. Alrighty. We have our assignments. Let's go! Alright, roll me an investigation check. Uh, which I... don't know. So, you get a d20 out of me. Ah! Six. Uh, I hate books! Stop, stupid. Let's see. It's Charcy's investigation. Ooh, okay. Charcy's is minus three. That's not good. I believe in you, big buddy. Big turtle dude. Somehow did better than you. Um, I know. I know. And then... Texas is... Thirteen. Alright, so... Everyone's doing better than me. Um, I think you all, like, you all grab various books and things and take them over. There's a big, like, um, fireplace on the bottom wall and some very big, like, comfy chairs that you can sit in and read. Um, and you're all looking over things. Hex is using the table to, like, open maps. Um, so, Hex finally finds... Um, so the floating aisles are, like, here... Um, and the other, um, Deladar of the Dwarven City is, uh, like, down over this way. Oh, okay. So yeah, definitely gonna be easier to do the, uh, the float niles first. I will draw things later. That's alright. Okay. Um, I can't believe so Evelyn's got distracted by something. So you're you're researching, trying to find like, you're, and all you're able to find is um, just things about the current pantheon. Ah, peoples. Oh, good. All right. I'm looking around the library. Does there seem to be anyone particularly studious? I mean, I'm talking, I wanted, like, some top-tier library nerdery. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Alright. And then, uh... You're really painful. Why? No. I rolled a six. So I think it's because there's just, like, no one else in here. All the Stormbakers were called out to deal with the storm, and now they're all resting. Okay. Um, so it's like, there's the clerk, and, like, that's it. Um. Okay. After I a while, Charcy goes, oh, oh, I, I found some. Uh, what did you find? Tell uh, they, like, passed the book over in point, um, and it's a book titled something like, um, On the Denizens of the Underdark, um, and it's this really boring, like, oh, the Underdark differs from our culture in this ways and that ways and blah blah blah, but they talk about, um... It's probably bloody evil and some shit. Um, that's racist. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry! Just because they live underground doesn't mean they're evil. Um, 
But no, eventually they he points to a section that talks about it starts talking about Tyler, how it's like the capital and like one of the biggest cities in the underworld that resides in this massive, massive cavern. Okay. So I I look at the passage. I look up at Chaosu and I'm like, do they just is does is the universe just trying to stuff us into the underdark? It really feels like it. <sighs> Did you find out anything else? Like is, is there an under-a-dark, which is even darker? Do we have to go there? Probably. I don't know, but the underdark is sealed off, so we'll have to figure out how to get there. Like, when the world flooded, they sealed the entrances to protect themselves. That makes sense. On the plus side, it means if they're mean to us, we can just drown them. Sorry, I said that out loud. Um, that was meant to be an internal thought. Sorry, you were saying... There's a bit of information. There's even a rough sketch of, like, and he flips a couple pages, like, of the head of the city, more or less. But, I mean, this book is... He, like, turns it over so you can see the cover. He's like, this is real old. And you can tell it's, like, the binding is cracked, and it's really old leather. Okay. The double dark. Well, um, pass me the book, uh, and we'll go from there. Um, <laughs> uh, Hex, how's your research going? I have found... And the floating isles were, or at least when this map was made, and I found where uh, Deladar is. Give me that point to the two points on the map. Um, I so far found. Um, all right, I got distracted, but look at this diagram on how to do fire breathing. Yeah. And then I look at Hex and go, alright, I know you can fire breathe, but I can't, so I need an option. Check it out. Um. I was like, I don't know how I fire breathe. I assume the queen just blessed me with it, so. I'm sure, I'm sure if I asked her nicely, but that feels, I don't know. Like, if, if, if regular peoples can do it like this, I should try. I should try. Um, but I got distracted, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Hex is baby dragon, yes, Lyris. Um, right. So, what I am going to do is make a little uh, a copy sketch of the uh, of the map of of Tynlu. Now we know that it's a capital city in the Underdark. Um, and for some reason, your queen is known as the demon of it. Oh, at least we're going to the floating islands first. Oh, sorry, the floating mountains first. Okay. All right, friends, is there anything else you want to look into? Because I've biffed it on the old gods, and I seem to have the attention span of a sugared-up toddler... I mean, yeah, you can, I can just give you a list of the major countries in the world. Okie dokie. Uh, I mean, that's um, what um, the sensible parts of uh, Emberlin's brain are yelling for. Okay, yeah, let's... Um, let's, uh, let's get us a... 
a proper setup. You've actually been the most of them at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, because we've been to Gemma, uh, Ferrandreth, uh, Red Isles, and now Green Spires. Yeah. Um... Uh, yes, yeah, so the most of the domain of Ferrandreth, um, the Red Isles, where the Steamers, as they're often called. The Seas of Tajema, Deladar, the Floating Mountains of Paraton, uh, the Green Spires, uh, and that is actually it. Okay. Again, these are just the highest places in the world that survived the flooding, so. Most of. Most of this whole planet is underwater. Or this whole plane, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, there's rumors of like some Triton cities that still exist, but those would be very under the water at this point. Uh, Alanis, anything about uh, dealing with the Hunter's Mark or tracing it back? I, you know what? I, I'm gonna listen to uh, to Alanis on that one. Um, I want to look up a book on uh, the Hunter's Mark spell. Okay. I want to know if I can if if I can track it back, and I want to know what it specifically denotes. Because uh, while a lot of us know the uh, the rule set behind, like Emberlin doesn't, and perhaps you can give us like a better understanding of like why. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead and roll up stuff. Check or uh, investigation check for me. Uh, you know what? Let's 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 roll that d twenty of investigation. Eleven! 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 Alright, so you, you eventually find... A, it takes you a while to find the Hunter's Marks. Um, like a, a book of detailing, like, tracking spells. Um, and you find Hunter's Mark uh, under normal circumstances. It only lasts about an hour. Um, okay. Let me actually look up what the actual proper spell does. Make sure I'm not... Why is that not? Ah, it's because there's an imposter. Um, okay. And I'll tell you what, uh, so Squad, if we do have a, a way to look that up, I'll... I'll see how much time we have spent in the library once we're done with this. Because so far, we're Um, the least useful member of the squad. Shocking, I know. So, at higher levels, like, if you cast it, if a more skilled person casts it, they can actually... It normally lasts an hour. But you can actually increase the amount of time that it is on somebody. Um, Like, up to 24 hours. And it seems like they're... You find a... Uh, like a footnote that there's actually certain places of power that allow you to like maintain it for even longer than that and over greater dis- distances. Oh wow! So yeah, we got to look into that. Might have to see if we can uh, find a, a decent mage in this town before, because what I don't want to do is have someone trailing our ass to the floating isles or tracking us while we're out to sea and get feckered up. So that is something. All right. Uh, and last, uh, do we have time in the library to research one more thing? Um, yeah, I think you can research one more thing. Okay, uh, the request from the, uh, the rest of Emberlin's psyche has been, look up a map of the world before the flood. 
Um, yeah, a little bit more difficult, but you can go for it. An investigation again? Yeah. All right, here we go. Four. Uh, so you go up and I found a book with it. some silly pictures in it! Look! Look! This cat hates Mondays! <laughs> I found a cat that hates Mondays! Um, so I think you, you go and ask the clerk about it, and they're like, Ah, actually, somebody's checked that out already. <laughs> Look, it loves lasagna! I don't even know what lasagna is! Hex! Hex, what's lasagna? This cat loves it! <laughs> It's a kind of dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the <sighs> Macarena. Yeah. The book's out. Emblem's distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'll... I'll, um... Having been distracted by the cat who hates Mondays, uh, I kind of quietly saddle up to the librarian, and I'm like, Hey, so... Do you have, um... I try and make sure that Chaosu and Hex are out of earshot. Uh, do you have a pop-up book section? Lots of pages. pop-up book section, no. A section for books that pop up. Like, with only a handful of words in them. How did you get in here? See, that's a really interesting story. That's very funny. I cast darkness! <laughs> I cast darkness in the area and I book it out of there. Alright, you just hear, oh god, what's happening? <laughs> and you run out. Do you like completely exit the college or are you just like. Oh yeah, no. We we oot. We oot. Um, a few minutes later, you see Shorsu and Hex come out like looking confused. Like, what, what, is, what is. Oh, there he is. Oh, God, I, I'm so sorry. I think it's like an allergies thing. Like, I must have opened, like, a book, and then it was like, uh, 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 I cast darkness! And then, you, you know how it is. Like, it's probably the trees, you know, I'm just not used to them. Which I was like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> in D&D, a pop-up book is always referred to as a mimic. <laughs> right. Uh. So, friends, let's get some street food. Let's get something in Toothy as well. Then, all right, last night at the guild, and then we'll hit the float niles. I think I think we found... No, feck, sorry. Okay. Um, Hex, go get um, Toothy some street meats. Meet me at the guild. Chow Su, you know what? Go with Hex. Um, I need to get this feckin'... I, I need to get checked out, so I'm gonna go try and find me a wizard. Okay. 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 Right. Um, yes, we'll meet back at the guild, but yeah, tomorrow... Tomorrow we hit the floating aisles. Okay. All right. Gonna go find me a Dave. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, you're just looking for, like, any magical shop? Yes. Go ahead and roll me a investigation check again. Boy, you're really good at those. I can't wait to roll lower than a four. <clears throat> That's a two. 
sorry. I just needed to scream incoherently. Uh. Called it! Alright, Baron. I rolled a two. It's not quite a quit fail. <sighs> I told you, friends. I told you that 20 was going to cost us. Alright, I rolled a two on my investigation. you a while and asking like a bunch of people uh, but eventually you're pointed to a place called Carophilius's Palace of Prestidigitation <laughs> sorry what was the sh- name of that shop again Parafilius's Palace of Prestidigitation <laughs> I love it alright this is by Dorcas <laughs> that's a Dorcas special um, so you walk in and there's like the stereotypical like ding of the bell that gets hit by the door on the way in um, <laughs> and lots of Stop. very low shelves uh, and standing by the counter there is a man with very small spectacles and like a white button up shirt and like slacks oh, hello there I'm looking for a Dave I mean wizard uh, but yeah, literally the description of this place is Imagine if Radio Shack, Radio Shack was a magic supplier rather than electronics <laughs> God <laughs> Oh, this is gonna hurt Sorry, and whilst you were doing the description Star's like, yo, you down to PPP? <laughs> no! <laughs> okay Look yeah, how can I help you? Uh, hi. Hello. I, it, can I... It, oh, okay. I need to trace a hunter's mark. Uh, can you roll a perception check for me? Uh, maybe I can do this one better. Perception. 16. You glance, and this dude is wearing a little, um... Like, carved name tag... It says, you know, Paraphilia's is a palace presentation. Hello, my name is Dave. Okay, so I start asking, um, hello, uh, I'd like you to chase, an, uh, uh, I'd like you to trace a, and then I look at the badge and go, <gasps> Dave. Yeah, I'm, I'm Dave. Yes, you are Dave. The scrolls foretold of a Dave who would be of great use. The day of your coming is nigh. But now I require your help with a menial task. Dave, are you ready? Are you strong enough to challenge the mystic arts? Sir, I'm going to need you to calm down. I am calm, I assure you. You'll know when I am very excitable. But I needed to chase a spell. 
Or even trace one. That'll work too. Um. Oh, okay, what kind of spell? I believe. I look left. I look right. The hunter's mark needs to be traced. Can you do it, Dave? Dave, can you do it? Um, I, I can certainly try. We, we offer the worst cracking package. Uh, would you like the add the insurance on at the end? It's an additional five silver. I would highly recommend it and totally don't get kickbacks from pup selling things. All right. Do we want to help Dave? <laughs> Sir, this is a paraphilesis. <laughs> All right. Now, this could be the important thing. Do we want the spell insurance? That is to say, do we want to give Tiny Dave an extra five silver for a bit? Because we're not, we're not short on cash. Fuck it. Yes. I'm going to make an executive decision. Why, Dave, if you will bring forth all of your arcane wisdom, all of your knowledge as foretold in the fate books of fate, then yes, I will get the five silver mage insurance. Okay, I thought about One gold, five silver. <laughs> you shall have it this mode, did Dave. God, we're about to get ripped off. Okay, thank you. Um... Stand over there, please. Any points, there's like an empty spot on the floor. Alright, so I stand there, but in the triumphant hands on hips pose. Um, so he, he goes, he roams around behind the counter for a second, and he comes over with, um, I think a chalk and starts marking burns down around you in like a circle. He's like, Alright, okay, that's pretty good, but I'm gonna need you to put your arms straight out. Like this? What? Like. And no, no, like, and he like puts your arms so that you're just like T posing. <laughs> All right, now hold that while I speak the magic words and make the thing happen. Call upon your arcane powers, Dave. Fate has spoken. The power is inside you. Um. Can you just roll? Uh, we'll just say an intelligence check. Okay. Uh, that's just the... Uh, 17. Oh, now I can roll! So, he does actually cast a spell, but he's very clearly trying to make it seem more impressive than it is. Um, and you recognize enough Elvish that he basically just says, Yo, where you at? in Elvish. <laughs> Yo, where you at? Yo, where you at? Uh, but the, the sigils on the ground do glow. Um... <laughs> And you actually, you didn't notice right away, but he'd actually put down the piece of chalk, like, in the lining, and the piece of chalk kind of raises up, and then, like, points. Uh, and then he's like, alright, and he, like, grabs the chalk out of the air. It's alright, you can put your hands down now. Okay. He goes, okay, so, and he hands you the piece of chalk, he goes, if you, you hold this pot the shock in your palm, and speak the words. As long as the spell is still on you, it'll point towards who's, who's casting it on you. Dave, you have been a great help this day. My deity shall know of you. My deity shall know of the work you have done. For it that's, seems... That's, that's okay, thank you. The prophecy was true. 
I, I don't know what you're talking about. And I basically kind of like awkward feet shimmy out backwards from the store, but while maintaining eye contact with Dave. Yeah. As as you leave, you just hear him go, I do not get paid enough. <laughs> um, so you awkward shimmy out of out of the store. Out of and magical out, radio shack. Out of magic radio shack. <laughs> and um yeah, you now have a piece of chalk that if you speak, you go where are you at in Elvish, it'll point towards whoever's casting that spell on you. Okay, as long so as they're maintaining it. I'm gonna try it. Uh, I'm gonna hold the chalk in my hand and go, yo! Where you at in Elvish? Alright, so he had like one of the tips was kind of filed down to like a point, so that's the pointing end. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it raises up about an inch or so off your palm, and then it like slowly turns and points in a direction. Okay. Uh, so I'll I'll stash it for now, so at least we know it's not here, but it means that... So like, the chalk wasn't pointing like straight the fuck up or down or something like that. No, it's, it's pointing um, out of the city and a little bit up. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that's enough to establish that whoever cast this is not like someone on Greenspire, so someone is tracking our movements. Okay, maybe we can find a way to... We can find a way to dispel it, but that's a tomorrow problem. Dave's had more than enough Emberlin Burn-style flavor today, so... Uh, go ahead and mark any character sheet that you do have a... Uh, a chalk of tracking that particular hunter mark. You're not. We're not going to call it the ch- the um, the chalk of yo where you at. <laughs> if you want to, go for it. Just as long as you have it on the character sheet. Magic. So you don't forget you have it. Magic chalk for hunters. Mark, aka yo where you at. <laughs> Favor six squad one. Hello, hello! I'm pretty sure it's not Valentine's Day. I'm very not sure it's day. not. Uh, Ultrazini was asking if the chalk points uh, deeper into Green Spire or away. Uh, away. It's like outside. It's pointing to out of the city. Uh, would I be able to tell if it was pointing towards, like, like the Fenrith Tajima side or if it was pointing towards one of the others? Uh, it is pointing, like... If you were to give a rough, very rough estimate, where's my paintbrush? Paintbrush, where you at? Yeah. Uh, it's pointing somewhere like over here-ish. Okay. Maybe in that rough direction. Okay. <laughs> it's hoping it's not the fucking Leviathan or the pirates. Okay. Now is the time to head back to the pub. Um, tomorrow we break the spell. And then head for the floating isles if we can. Well, okay, we'll break the spell if we can. All right. Um. Dorches is asking, how many leviathans do we know that can cast a hunter's, hunter's mark? I don't know, Dorches. I've only met one, and it was an asshole. Admittedly, we started that fight, but um, that's neither here nor there. Um. Feckin' Alness with Dave's discount divination chalk. <laughs> uh, Alright, so you're just heading back to the guild? Yeah. 
Okay. So you head back to the guild. Um, it's getting pretty late at this point. So, but the guild's a little more jumping than it was. Um, like it's eight, nine o'clock, somewhere around there. There's, there's quite a few people in here, like chatting, sharing stories, drinking. Um, like, I'm just going to get a pint and see if the bartender knows of a decent mage in town. Because, no offense, but Dave's not going to be our go to guy. So yeah, you you have a point, um, and you're just asking the bartender if they know of a different a different Dave. Yes, we need a we need a better Dave. We need a okay. We need a Dave who can potentially dispel a hunter's mark, which I don't imagine is cheap. But like, as useful as the chalk of yo where you at is, someone's been keeping feckin' tabs on us, and if we're about to make a book for the floating isles. Um, sorry, just checking how something works. Um, go ahead and you know we'll just we'll just make this like a, a luck save. So just roll a d twenty, and if you get um, ten or higher, they know of somebody. Okay, Hapacha, Hapana, fuck, it's a nine. Yeah, so you're like, so I need like a a guild sponsored. Uh, mage to like cancel out a spell and they're like oh well we always just go to go to Philandreth's whatever it was <laughs> like it's the closest one so we just struck a deal with them Parafil's uh, Palace of Prestidigitation there we go we're gonna get friends we're gonna get barred from there I'm gonna go in tomorrow cause someone's keeping feckin' tabs on us and again, it might be someone who's keeping an eye on us for good, not necessarily evil. We've got a tendency to get ourselves into trouble. And I wouldn't put it past the guild or something of the ilk. But then again, what if it ain't? What if it is someone and... Like, right now, Green Spires is kind of in our favour. And AR's got a good point. If it's the pirates, they might want to know who saved them. That could be the case. And don't just, I don't disagree. It's just, that's a lot of, that's a lot of time to lock down where it's coming from. Or and you could just follow the chalk and go towards where it is. We could, but I mean, that could lead us out to the arsehole middle end of nowhere. Now, Orchazini says, leave it and use the chalk to get advance warning. We, I mean, we do have to use it in a, in a cantation kind of method, but we can do that. But math is more fun. No, it's not. Wraith like we'll go straight to the underdark and see if they follow. Okay. Alright. Then I think our only plan for now, rest up, supply up, ship out. We're going to the floating isles. So we'll grab Amber, grab the usual crew, make sure we have supplies of plenty, and we're going to make a beeline for floating isles. Um, 
the only consensus has been uh, to keep the chalk. No one is, no one wants to have the spell broken. So we'll see how it plays in our favor. Hopefully, we get something cool out of it. Like, uh, well, hopefully, we get advance warning, or maybe it's someone that we want to know where we are. But the the brain has spoken. Okay. So, so Brian, that's what we're gonna do. Turn again. Yep. Um, so yeah, you, you call it a night, you head up to your room, you enter, and sitting in there is Hex. Oh! And the Archangel. Oh. <sighs> and a good evening to you! Hex, you okay, buddy? He's like, oh, hi. Well, we figured you need to talk this one at some point so we, we used your room so you'd come here eventually no, no we're just chatting that's fair that's fair uh, all well I hope uh, the archangel turns and looks at you and says yes just wanted to speak to them it's one former champion to the current champion oh you were the former champion of the Queen of Embers, I assume? The flaming green skull nods. Sorry, I honestly, I've just stopped taking things for, for granted now. There's been a lot of weirdness. Well, I've come to offer some minor aid. You know what? I won't say no. We've... We've had a lot of luck with at least awakening the first of the old gods, but we are not too far off of being very in over our heads. I say, do you have a direction? We do. But one leads us to the floating mountains, the other leads us into the underdark. Which will you pursue? We're going to go for the floating mountains first. We we either have a tail or someone is keeping tabs on us. So I'd rather not I'd rather not face an attack from the front and behind if we have to go into the underdark. Yes, if you if you do go to the underdark, if you go back to Tainu, I would downplay your connection to the queen. Yes, they describe her as the demon down there. Yes. Well, if you're heading to the Floating Isles, uh, seek out uh, Shihada. Shihada. That is the the old god that is slumbering there. Shihada. Okay. <laughs> the demon down there? No, that's Australia! Hey. <laughs> um, Dorchus, we better be having a moment here! Wraith? No. <laughs> oh. So... Uh, the archangel goes. Well, I should be going. I have other duties to attend to. 
And Hex goes, yes, thank you for advice. Uh, they stand, and then they stop for a moment, and they look at you and go, Tell me, out of curiosity, you remember nothing of your previous life? Nothing at all. Then you are lucky. It's strange. I remember bits and pieces, but most vividly, I remember the moments leading up to my death. And I take it by your tone, it was not a, it was not a happy time. It was not. Well, and then I shall thank the Queen for the small mercies. And as strange as it is, I've not felt the need to seek it out. Is that weird? I, I don't find myself wondering... Maybe that's just because the Queen keeps us busy. It's probably it. <laughs> Freaking tunes, man! Also, this song is called The Soul Regret. It just fits to flaming green skull bloke just headed out. Yeah. Like, I did not intend for that to be the track that's playing, but... I am okay with it. Um, Wait, actually, I, I want to uh, touch on what AR was saying. So, just kind of, uh, and almost after taking a pause and a beat, going, "Wait, did did we know each other before?" No, we did not. I knew of you. But we did not know each other. Wait, I had a reputation. Oh, you know what? I don't want to know. I am. As the, as the herald of the Queen of Embers, I have purpose. I have a court friends. The person I was before, that might as well be a different tiefling. I'm okay with that. They dance it very well. Good luck in the Floating Isles. Well, you know what? We'll certainly need it. I mean, heck, is there anything that we can do to help you? They shake their head. Worth an answer. I am the archangel. That's all I need. Um, well, please, from all of the court of embers, give our best to the queen. And, yeah, we'll probably talk to you again once... once she orders having a stroll, or whatever it is that particular deity's going to do. Yes. Please don't let it be a water deity. How that reminds me. May I have your axe? I unclasp it. Um, may I ask why, as I'm unclasping it, preparing to hand it over? It's time to unlock it. Ah, oh, crud. You know, I was worried. Did you see the storm that hit the green spires? I... Twirl the axe in hand and pass it to him. He takes it and runs his hand over the runes, and you see them glow. Ah. And then he hands it back and says, Speak. And then he says the word seeking in um, Infernal. And it will help guide you to what you seek. 
Thank you. Clasp it back on. As I said, I was a little worried I was going to have to properly use this at Greenspire. The Greenspire Storm, and... I don't know. There's something about that... Something about that wave that's had me on edge since. <sighs> yes, I'm going to go investigate that myself, actually. I... I don't suppose you need me to say be safe, but... Take care? I don't know what I'm supposed to say. You're an archangel. I'm... Me. Yes. Well then. I will to... see you soon. To the glory to the queen. To the glory of the queen. And they turn and just walk into the hearth and like step down into the flames. Oh, that's badass. Um. <laughs> um. Be safe as still busting the peril of the Queen Armors? Yeah, fair. No, actually, AR, you make uh, a good point. Yeah, and Lyris, nice exit. Like, for as much as we butted heads with the Archangel in the past, Mother Hubbard's got style. Can't yeah. fault that. So, Hex looks at you and goes, Probably get out of your room. Okay. What? Hex? Just a. What were you? What were you worried about, little buddy? Oh, just just chatting with them. It's being the champions a lot. I guess it is. I've kind of since I've been aware of myself, I've been the herald from pretty much the go. So I guess I don't really have a baseline for calm. <laughs> I guess you did get thrown into a lot of stuff real quick. Uh, yeah, I I went from being, you know, honestly, kind of a fuck up to <laughs> now I'm the champion of an elder god. Life comes at you fast. Yep. And now I've got I've got a living weapon that I can form to my will. It's just they're, they're, life's weird. It is. But you know what else? We've got a little team, and you're not on your own. So yeah. that's something. All right, I'm I'm gonna go think about what we talked about and and go to bed. Okay. If you need me, you know where to find me. Tomorrow we go to the Flow Niles, I guess. All right. See you in the morning. <sighs> All right. And <laughs> sorry, I know I've got a friend and a weapon. That's also a friend. <laughs> Damn it! That's way better! I should have been like, and you have friends and a weapon that's also a friend. Fuck, that was a good line. Um, you know what? From a combination of just stupid and marching back and forth this entire ruddy city and everything that's going on, it is just like, you know when that wave of exhaustion just hits and Emberlin's like barely shoes off before just being like... Pfft. Yep. Um, yeah, so you go to sleep and you're just like out. Um, and while you're asleep, you have this dream that's just like you kind of get this weird out of body thing where you see yourself sleeping and then kind of look over at the axe and your vision just like hones in on the axe. And then you get you keep getting these flashes of 
cutting between the axe and the Queen of Embers and the Goddess of War, like, fighting. Um, and the Goddess swinging this, like, sword that's too big for any normal person to wield, wielding it one-handed and, like, trying to swing the Queen and slashing and stabbing. And every time the Queen just, like, bats it away with a gout of fire or ducks out of the way. Um, and eventually does this a couple times where it cuts from, like, the axe to the fighting, the axe to the fighting, the axe to the fighting. And then you see the goddess of war stab the queen through the heart, and the queen just looks up and smiles. That's my queen! That's my queen! And then you're suddenly, you get another sense of the full compass of the room, and they're in the, the god chamber, basically. And the queen grabs the blade and says, Goddess of Rebirth. And you see her burst into flame. That's my queen. Um, you wake up the next morning, like, kind of in like a cold sweat, like, ah, oh god, <clears throat> that's always unnerving. Okay, so before we get, like, fully armored up, like, pistols in and everything, I, I want to try the axe out. So, just making sure that the door's closed and nothing's going on. And holding the, the, the two-hander in one hand, wave over and speak the infernal words. Oh, infernal word, which was... Seeking. Seeking. Um... You hear this, like, whispering in the back of your mind, and you just kind of instinctively go and look in a direction. Like, the whispering kind of goes, like, from left to right, and, like, you follow where it's going, and it's pointing, like, northish. Now, uh, Chorby, I don't know fuck yeah in Infernal yet, but I could learn it. We only need Uh, to... You speak Infernal. Oh yeah, I do. Okay, so change of line. I waft my hand across the blade and say, fuck yeah, seeking in Infernal. Okay, same thing. Like, you hear the whispering go in a direction. Okay, so Chorby, it didn't change the spell, but it improved my mood. (laughs) What's over that way? Okay. Um, and yeah, Orchazini, so yeah, Queen of Embers might have made Godren from a weapon that was used to try and kill her and fail. So that might be pieces of the War Goddess's stuff. Good thing I wasn't flashing it around like a fancy letter opener. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I've got a vague sense of direction, but I'm not going to pursue it any further. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to set off like some kind of like demonic air horn or something. So, hey, and don't let your dreams be memes. Um, so okay, so armored up downstairs for a, a spot of breakfast and something caffeinated. Um, let's get the squad together. Let's get in the boat. It is floating aisles time. All right, so you. The squad is downstairs eating breakfast. Um, there's a couple of the patrons that are a little weirded out because Hex is eating like a rasher of bacon and occasionally pulls off little bits and sets on the axe and the axe just kind of like 
tentacles up and sucks it in. <laughs> like, you notice all the tables directly near them are empty. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to be incredibly blase. Morning, Hex. Morning, Toothy. How are you doing? Um, you just said, like, a little pseudopod comes up and waves. <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's rally the group together. Uh, it, it, I don't mind, it, unless obviously stuff happens. Do you mind if we cast hand wavium over acquisition of um, uh, of supplies for our, our airship journey to the floating isles? Yeah. Um, so you uh, will spend like, we'll say three gold on just like food and water. Roger, roger. No. Oh. Done and done. You actually think this? Yeah, you exactly used up the number because you paid for three days worth of docking. So, like, you're exactly at the end of your your docking time. Smart um, thinking, smart drinking. Oh yeah, and Chubby. Not only have we got an airship, we've got like a custom airship. Ours is the only one with like big red, like Magitek style crystals. It's not a big ship, but it's a fancy ship. That was made using blood magic. <laughs> it's a blood magic boat. <laughs> uh. Oh, uh, so we don't have subwoofers, but we do have a stormbreaker. That is a mage bard that specializes in um, protective magic from storms who has bagpipes, which I would argue is better than than subs. But that's just me. That's just me. And last time they did it, you were able to help them have flaming bagpipes. Yeah. So. Uh, you might need uh, to bring the tunes down just a little, because the uh, the dramatic part's drowning you a little bit. There. Sorry about that. Okay. No, no, it's, it's all good. It sets the tone very nicely. Oh, you can bump it just a little bit. Perfect. Right. All right. So, you set off on your your journey. Uh, of course. I think there actually is a... So we are here, and we are heading... This yep. way! We're going to switch over to the D&D Voyage playlist. Oh, very nice. Alright. Um, so yeah, you, you undock, you fly up out of the green spires, and... I think as on your way out, you kind of take one final glimpse over, like, the green spires and all of its incredible greenness. And yeah, you notice it is bigger and taller than when you first came in. We did a good! For a change, we did a very good. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You point your bow roughly north, north-northeast, and begin taking off. Um, okay. And away we go. Um, yeah, I, like, we don't have too, too much to, to get into. Like, um, I don't want to talk to Amber just yet about maybe joining the Queen of Embers. Like, and that was the only other thing that I really wanted to, to banter with one of the team about. So I think we're just making a beeline for some floating island Elder God fun times. Yeah. So I think it's on your way out, there's a moment where so they in this world or in the Green Spires, they um 
they specifically construct most of their ships out of living plants. Like they form the vines and roots and stuff into like the ships. Oh wow! And have those around the crystals. So I think there's a point where you're flying like roughly in the same direction as one of the other ships, and you you look over at the person piloting that one. And you're like, oh hey, what's up? And they're like, hey. And they start increasing their throttle. You start ah! increasing your throttle, and you're both like, eh, eh, eh. and you just gun it, and you just leave them in the dust. Ah! Blood magic, baby, yeah! Uh, I do actually yell, "Blood magic, baby!" Yes, that is my yeah. that that's the that's the emblem burns away noise. <laughs> um, so yeah, you start heading off for the floating isles. From what you can tell, uh, it's gonna take like three, four days to get there. Okay. All right, friends, settle in. It's voyaging time. Right, I assume you're just like swapping with hex back and forth since you're yeah. the team that can pilot the ship. And um, we don't, like I said, we don't really have too too much to get into. Chaosu's actually doing good. Um, yeah. And like I said, Still I don't want to. But... Yeah, but you know, I'm it, drunk. exactly. Uh, and like I said, I don't want to talk to Amber about. The Queen of Embers just just yet. So yeah. Hmm. Um, so yeah, the Queen of er, sorry, the Queen. Amber is spending most of the time like composing a new song about um, like the Leviathan chase. Um, uh, Sharsu is drinking most of the time, but occasionally also like does quick little bouts of like sparring with Hex, um, just so they can both kind of practice. Okay. Um, and it's at this point you notice like. Charsu occasionally activates his hammer and it's like, or his war pick, and it's like on fire. So, he apparently got it enchanted at some point. Um, fire makes it better. Yeah. Hex is learning to use, like, Fisty's giant fist weapon things better, and, like, it's, you can tell part of it's just he's trying to coordinate with Toothy better because it is, like, attached to him. Okay. So, like, trying to learn to, like, let Toothy, like, let Toothy Hacks are learning to work together a little better. Um. <laughs> Blood magic ink, building life, building ships from life force of innocence since 237. Um. Morally questionable, okay. but certainly faster. Blood magic! Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you spend the first day doing some of that. Um, you and Hex keep trading off who's flying the ship. Um, anything else you want to do on your first day? No, um, we we got a purpose, we got a direction, we got a we got a plan. Oh, actually, no. Uh, what I would like to do towards the uh, the end of the evening, uh, after swapping over with Hex, is pull out the chalk. Okay. And uh, gotta remember the uh, I gotta remember the words. Uh, and uh, in Elvish, I cast. You're where you at! On the chalk! Alright, so yeah, it um it raises out of your hand and like slowly orients itself. Um, it looks like whatever is still casting this on you is like southwest of you. So still in roughly the same area as before? Yes, yeah, so, like somewhere over here-ish. Okay. You know what? I'm happy. I'm happy. We'll uh, we'll keep going, and uh, I might might pop another couple of casts later on. Okay. All right. So cycle through that day. 
the next morning you take over um and at this point you've all kind of fallen into this routine of like oh we all have like our things that we do amber's composing songs um hex is like working with toothy and um i think they've they're starting using the other side of the piece of paper that um you've given them to like draw something new okay And Charcy yeah, <laughs> was day drinking and uh, practicing with his weapon a bit. Um, yeah. Anything you'd like to do on this um, second day? Yeah, second day, aside from doing another round of Yo, where you at? Alright, um, this time it's almost straight west. So wait, so it's like here? Yeah. Like roughly, yeah. Alright, well whoever it is is give us a good old follow. Um so on the on the second bout of, I'm like, okay, friendos. Just as a, a heads up, and I once again hold the chalk in my hand, and with a flourish cast, yo, where you at? I'm like, you see this? Yesterday, it was that way. Today, it's that way. Whatever it is that's tracking me, it's a feck load over that way and is moving. So it's not anyone in the... the, It's no one from the static cities that we've encountered. I don't know who could be keeping a hunter's mark for this long on my dumbass, especially in a moving something. But that's what I know. So... Alright. So, Chaosu, I need you to switch from day drinking to night drinking. I want you to stay up with Hex in the evenings. And Amber and I will take watch during the day. Do you think you can do that? Let's go. Yep. Just, like, dump their glass over the side. Okay. Um, That way, at least, there's enough... It's not on one person if something comes up on us, and should hopefully keep us going. Hex goes, or not Hex, uh, goes, um, are you the only one that can cast that, or is it like any of us? Alright, so I, I, I pass him the chalk, and try and spell out in Elvish, yo, where you at? And see if he can cast it. Um, check So I think Shorosu actually does speak <laughs> Oh, fuck, so he's here to be saying, yo, where you at? Um... Of course, of course. I still pretend to teach it to him as if he's never heard Elvish before. Oh no, he doesn't. Okay. Alright, that makes me feel better. Um, but yeah, so he, he takes the chalk and utters the thing back as you, you say it to him. And yeah, the chalk just like raises up points again. He's like, alright, so maybe whoever's on duty has the chalk. Roger, roger. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> Oh yeah, um, AR's asking, does Amber speak Elvish? You're not sure? Has has she giggled each time I've been yelling, yo, where you at? Uh, roll perception check. Okay. Twelve? Um, yeah, you, I think you noticed a slight... <laughs> just the tiniest little... Okay. Last time. 
Well, then we know we know that em- uh, Emberlin, bloody hell, we know that Amber knows it, so we can have fun with this tomorrow. But because uh, we've just swapped over, haven't we? So it's Hex and Chaosu for the night shift. Yep. All right. So past the chalk to Chaosu. Right. You keep an eye on this, Hex. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we're gonna put our heads down. Um, wake us in the morning, and we'll swap over. All right. Um, so yeah, you you bed down for the night. Um, then uh, I think a little bit before you would normally wake up, um, you get shaken awake. Okay. Um, it's Charles who's like, hey, um, it's further north than us now, and it like increased speed. I've been checking like once an hour or so. Huh. Just- um, thank you for letting me know. I mean, to your... Uh, hang on, sorry. I, and I kind of rise yeah, out so of he, bed. He casts yo where you at. <laughs> and uh, it's coming from, like, this direction now, maybe? Okay. And actually, you guys are about here. So, but yeah, it's like, it's going north of you. Um, so, uh, Hex, um, can you just pass me all your maps while you're, uh, you're part... Can you just pass it over? Okay. So... Spread the map out on the deck. Alright, so we're here. Fandrith is here. We are here, and we're heading towards the floating isles here. If your readings are correct, that means the ship is roughly here between Ferandrith and the floating isles. Now, um, do any of you know of anything further north than Ferandrith? Like, I mean, maybe we're getting lucky and someone's just biffed a spell and are going past us? Like, if they were coming with us to the Floating Isles, surely we would have butted into them by now. And if they're going to Ferandrith, I mean, that would make kind of sense, but... What do you think? Yeah, was like, I think the Floating Isles is the only thing kind of over here, like... Unless there's some new island that's popped into existence north of there that they're heading for. Could be, but considering they've been following for quite some... So they've at least... Like they were, wet, they were pretty west of us when we were in Greenspire. So, I mean, how would they have known an island had popped up without like taking dock or like checking in with guilds? Uh, I don't know. It's weird. I'd almost be more comfortable if they were just attacking us outright, you know? All right. Well, Chaosu, Hex, I'm I'm awake already, so we might as well we might as well change shift. Get some sleep, get some rest, and I'll I'll keep checking it every. Uh, well, I tell you what, um, Amber, Amber, are you awake yet? Hey, I need I, I need help. You just, she's like asleep on the deck, like with a blanket over her, and you just see a hand go up and just a middle finger. <laughs> all right, all right, then I will. All right, well, don't lie in bed too long. I'm gonna need your help. All right, passes the chalk, and I'll I'll get to piloting. Uh, so what I'm gonna do is copy uh, until Amber wakes up. I'm gonna copy what Chelsea is doing. It's like once an hour, just yo, where you at? Yeah. Um, after like 45 minutes or so, she gets up. Um. Right, right. So uh, Amber, I need you to take this, and at the top of the hour. What I want to she just watch- snatches it every hand <laughs> and just goes, "I got it, okay." heard you say the stupid thing enough now remember it's yo where you at 
Yes, and also your pronunciation is terrible. You keep almost saying where y'all at. It's just, it's awful. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I only speak infernal and people, apparently. Uh, now, uh, someone was asking if uh, Hex also makes the pop, 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 pop noises when piloting. Um, I think, yeah, probably. If nothing else, because they've seen you do it. Yeah. They're Magitech engines. They're glowing crystals. They don't make, like, engine noises. So you've got to make engine noises with your mouth. They do make a slight hum, but that's about it. It's not the same. It's like a Prius. It's not the same. Um. (laughs) Sorry, please continue. So, yeah, you, um, you get towards... Um, in your shift, and it's she keeps casting her thing, and it's like seems like it's even further north than it was. Okay. Access <laughs> train two that make the noise too. Pop, 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 pop. I mean, so far all you've heard Toothy make sounds of is crunching and slurping sounds. Yeah, as they're devouring bodies. Toothy's not much of a talker, but it's definitely a messy eater. Yeah. Um, then if it's more north than us, let's keep going unless it seems as if it's going to overtake us to the north. Um, so yeah, you, you swap off, you inform the night crew what's going down. Um, and you, you head to bed. Um. Okay. And then, yeah, like, middle of the night... Uh, you get shaken awake again? No, 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 no! What? Oh, sorry. I was just dreaming about, uh... Weirdly, about the... Magical Dave. It's haunting. It's like an infinite... It's like an infinite magic store. As far as the eye could see, everything was beige and uncomfortable. (laughs) And something that vaguely resembled fluorescent lighting, and it was just... Does the... Does, does the name Radio Shack mean anything to you? No? Okay. Sorry, you woke me up. Alright, what's going on? Um. Shrex was like, uh, so as best I can tell. And you notice that you've stopped. Okay. Um, they're like, uh, as far as we can tell, it is sitting between us. And, um. Uh, Periton. Okay. All right, let's. Okay, let's wake Amber up as well. Let's see if we can come up with a plan. Okay, so let's get everybody together. All right, so friends, there is a theory that a few people have put forward that it is the pirates. Now, the pirates were not good, at least as we understood, they are not a known bunch of good peoples. But we saved their ass from a leviathan. Unless we interrupted them hunting a leviathan, and they actually knew what they were doing, and we basically kill stole. So, we could be trundling up... I'm so sorry. We could be trundling up to a group of pirates that want to give us some free booze and a pat on the back, maybe a big old leviathan tooth. We could be trundling up to a bunch of pirates which wants to give us a wedgie, followed by repeated stabbings and murder. Or... It's somebody else. So, good news is we have a Stormbreaker with us. 
And I don't know to what extent Stormbreaker's powers work. Like, if we can get Amber to summon a storm, give us some cover, we can get above the clouds. Uh, also, technically, you didn't kill it. You just distracted it enough. Yeah, I just... Like, if they were mid-hunting, we basically interrupted their... Whatever their plan was. And then just... DDT the Leviathan into a... Well, a stone wall of equivocant of. Yeah. Um... Uh, Lyra's... At least, by my understanding, it's still nighttime, so... Yeah, it's could, like the middle of the night. We can try and have a look if you'd like. Um... But it's like, if whoever these people are, they know exactly where we are. And they've been able to maintain a hunter's mark for longer than a day. So, whoever it is, they're not fecking around. And Asari, that's our secret. We're always ready for action, even when we're clearly not. Wraith, okay. I, I, that's a legit thing. Like... You know, we aren't cowards. We don't run from stuff. And, you know, feckin' smiles blazing. These people are tracking us. So we would be okay being first strikey strikey. Um, I don't know, actually. I don't think we have anything on the ship that we could hail them with. Uh, again, not no, without not giving us away. You know, the radios are not a thing, unless you have some kind of magical item to contact them specifically. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I don't mean this to sound rude. Um, and I understand what you're thinking, but um, sorry was suggesting a message in a bottle, but we're in an airship, so this is just fish violence. It's just bottle, message, cork, <laughs> and some poor little pufferfish is about to get brained in the front of its face. By a bottle falling at terminal velocity. Like, this is a very different variant of Finding Nemo. Uh, Ray says, We are small, fast, and agile. We've got the edge. Yes. And as much as I don't like doing it, we do have the Attack on Titan style harness. So we can fucking jump off magic tether and do what we did with the Leviathan, which is like a. essentially like a napalm run. Just a burning hands across. But <laughs> so, what do you want to do? Hmm. Smiles blazing, right? We are the herald of the Queen of Feckin' Embers. We are not in the business of hiding, except for when we are. <laughs> 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 That's a pretty concise description of your character. We are not in the business of hiding, except when we are. <laughs> right. I say we make a calm and concise beeline for him. Um, uh, I'm, Amber's going to be pissed because basically I'm waking the whole crew up just to tell them, right, we hold fire at night. Um... I've got, like, I've got great night vision, so I'm going to stay watch tonight while everyone gets some sleep. 
and then we're gonna head forward at a sensible pace during the day. We let's not get ourselves feckin' killed in the dead of night. <laughs> That's the plan. Then tomorrow yeah. we're just gonna head straight ahead. Um, once people start, you know what? During watch, like again, every hour or so, I'm gonna do yo where you at. Just to make sure they haven't like veered off like that way, and we can make a break for it. Yeah. So everyone else beds down. Yep. Um, you take a watch. Would you give me a perception check, please? I have to do a couple of these. Okay. Okay. First perception. Nine. Okay. You don't see anything. Um, both of the moons are out pretty full today, so like. You have decent lighting, but you don't see anything. Okay. The wo- the wo- yeah the yo where you outs are generally that it's still like between you and the floating isles. Okay. Um, oh, and start to answer your question. What we learned from um, from magical Radio Shack Dave was that it wouldn't be impossible for someone to maintain it over longer periods of time with external either equipment or help. So. This isn't just someone casually flipping us a hunter's mark. This is a concise tracking effort. Yep. Okay, right, so a couple hours pass. Yep. Can I get another perception and you where you at? You can. And you're just like staying put, right? Like you're not moving. Yeah, no, we're not moving. Uh, the next one was an 18. Okay. Um, so you, you yo where you at? And it's pointing directly between you and the floating isles, and now it's a little bit up. And you look, and it seems like the clouds, like, I don't know, five miles or so from you are acting kind of weird. Oh. So five miles away, so like visible range. Like somewhere between five and ten, like a decent ways off, but like some of the clouds seem to be like, as they're moving, they're like, hitting something and acting like they sh- shouldn't. Alright, so it's night, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, sorry. I need to just check a couple of things. That's only 30 feet. That doesn't help us. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Dorchus, you're right. There's a boat and then there are clouds. And Lyris, I believe they're using some kind of storm magic or something to, to mask them visibly. Here's what I'm thinking, is we do this old school battleship style. Yes, they can track me, but if we can break our... Uh, if we can break our profile, we might be able to start, like, puttering away. I mean, the crystals glow when they're in, in use, right? Yeah. I mean, they always kind of glow, and then, like, the higher you're running your engines, the more they glow. Hmm. So, like, they if you're just, like, floating, they'll, like, give off a very faint, um, 
think almost like a and this is appropriate. Uh, I think almost like a fire when it's just died down to just embers. Like it, it does give off a tiny bit of light, but it's really low and kind of. If you're more than like a mile away or so, you probably wouldn't be able to see it. Okay. So, taking the medallion in hand, I I, I bow my head. Queen of Embers. I'm in a feckin' bind here and I need your help. I need to hide this ship. I can cast darkness. I can enclose this. I can I can encase this in some of a sphere of darkness, but my power's not strong enough. I need more. I need longer. I'm sorry to ask you for this. I, I don't know what we face, whether they be friend or foe, but I do not want to see our the Court of Embers sunk over over strange waters. I... I need your help. Please. And while still casting it, with everything I have, I cast darkness on myself. Double check how darkness works. Um, so I've been reading it. Darkness is only 15 feet as a sphere. It won't cover the whole boat unassisted. Also, it does appear as an entire... Like, it is a black bubble of darkness. It's not that you're invisible. It's like there's a bubble of black. Like, Venta black bubble, basically. That's why I'm thinking... that I'm, I'm hoping that with that... That and Florid, we can get the island... We can get to the islands whilst they're still trying to find us. But if we floor it, we're going to look like a fecking jet fighter at night. Now, okay, if you all think that is a terrible idea, we can come up with a new plan. But right now, they know where we are, and we only can vaguely tell that there are some clouds about five miles away. So also, it, they still would have hundreds mark on you, so they could tell where you're going. Yes. But we'd be bloody hard to hit. If we floor it, they're going to floor it after us. If we can somehow change at least like the the visible profile, can you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so Dorchus, you're right. If I can, if 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 the queen heeds our call, if we can boost it up to about, if we can boost it to double distance, that's thirty feet. That's the whole. That's the whole ship in a sphere. Um. AR was saying borrow amber spyglass and see if you can see more. I mean, all we can see is clouds right now with sharp perception. Also, Amber doesn't actually have a spyglass. She borrowed her friends. Ah, peoples. Okay. Because right now, they know where we are. They are bearing down on us. Uh, we are at a massive disadvantage. <laughs> uh, from what you can tell, they're also just, like, holding where they are. Hmm. But, um, for, at least from the, what we saw, is that they have they were on a plane with us. They've gone up into the clouds, or at least closer. And Lyra says, why don't we just go ask them what they want and start talking to them? <laughs> Vanapiece, like, scuttle the ship. They'll never expect that. That ship was a gift from the Queen. Never! Okay, technically it was a gift for her from her now ex-fiancé, but that's not the point. 
Yeah, you are also the only one that can see the darkness. I, I I think our friends trust us. Yeah, it is an artifact of the Queen. No Scotland. Bad Van Beast. Bad part of Emblem's brain. Alright. What if we just fly into the sun? Yeah, fuck it, we! <laughs> Straight up. Lyra says they don't know that we know that they're following, right? Why not turn the tables on them? I mean, we're a small ship. They'll. If. if we don't know what's following us as well. The only other. The only other ship we've really encountered have been the whaling ship and the pirate ship. Uh, and Star says, take another track here. Who has motive to track us? Well, the pirates might be if they wanted to, like, if they were pissed at us because we messed up their Leviathan fight, or they might want to say thank you. Uh, there is also uh, the uh, Chaosu's old order. Um, the, like, the, the total warrior paladin order that, you know, kind of did a big old coup in, in Fandrith. Fandrith. Yes, thank you. Um, I mean, those are the only two groups we've encountered that would want to track us. Perhaps the um, the Dogs of War. Perhaps. But then the Dogs of War wouldn't have to worry about hiding from us because they know we... They know that we know that they're cool. Yeah, as Clank's saying, if they wanted to talk to us, why would they be hiding in the cloud cover? I mean, it could be same as us. They want to wait until night's over, but... Yeah, I just... Lyris, I, I... I wonder if... If we're going up against something big, if we hit the float Niles, one, we've got actual landmass to use potentially as cover, but also we can disembark, which might help with our number situation a bit. It does seem that by staying still we've become easier to triangulate, as Dorchus would say. Okay, so no one has put forward a concept... Uh, or a plan so far. Uh, the two plans are basically, like, hope the Queen of Embers will help. Or... Yeah, so it's either Cloak of Darkness plan or it's Confront Them plan. Those seem to be the, the only two we've come up with so far. Oh, Dorchus, no! Ugh. Fuck, it's a really good idea, though. Alright, do you mind, um, Baron, do you mind if I retract my prayer? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna quietly wake the crew, including Amber. Okay. Alright. So, hey, everybody! Come here. All right, do you see that cloud? That's what's following us. Or perhaps I should say whatever's following us is in that cloud. Now, 
Maybe it's friends. Maybe it's a bunch of people that want to bring us a feckin' island full of booze and sweetmeats. Most likely, it's a bad time, because we're not the lucky sort with the, you know, get fecked with by God sort. Now, I've had one idea, and I hate that I've had one idea. Amber, your storm shield. That repels water, right? Water, wind, storm. Kind of, yeah. How much water can it... How much water can it keep out? By myself? I I don't know. Why? We're a... We're a skyship right now, right? Yeah? But what if we were a... Anti-skyship? You know how... You know how Tajema has the whole, like, bubble round it? What if we did that down? Like a ship that was under the water. Maybe? How how long are you thinking? Because that's going to be real hard. That's a lot of water. Ugh. I reckon enough that we can floor it and get closer to the floating aisles before whatever it is up there finds us. I do not want them finding us in the dark. Friend or foe. And there's, I've, I've run our options. I can possibly try and encase us in a bubble of darkness. But let's be honest, the moon's out. Bloody both of them. We're going to look like a, a bloody great big marble in a sea of sparkly things. She's like, we can try and I can warn you when I'm about to get out. That should at least allow us to make some make some headway. We're not going to go too, too deep. Like, just enough to cover the water. Just enough to cover the top of the ship. Alright. Well, I guess set us down first and I'll see if I actually can do this. Okay. Right. Hex, you're on the map. Chasu, chalk. I'll take the helm. Amber, you know the music. Time to dance. And I'm going to slowly, as quietly as I can, bring the ship down to sea level. God, that's the worst idea we've ever had. (laughs) So you, you land the ship on the water. Um... It's the worst idea. Um, so Hex is next to you with like the map and like a compass. Oh, um, actually, that's not a bad idea. Um, you know what? Um, a- AR, thank you kindly. Uh, Chasu, forget the chalk. Whatever you did during the Green Isles... Uh, sorry, whatever you did during Green Spires, during the storm, I want you to do that and I want you to help out Amber as much as you can, alright? I mean, I'll try. Um, they, uh, actually, they pass the chalk over to Hex, and so Hex has, like, map on lap, yep. compass in one hand, chalk in the other. Okay. 
uh, Hex has to try a couple times to cast the thing because they've got a bit of an accent, so it doesn't quite look. Ha ha! I got it. Okay. And eventually, where you hurt? Yeah. Um, so they cast it, and it's yeah, pointing now much more above you because you're lower to the water. Um, and Amber, she does the thing that she did um, the first time that you went through the storm before. She, like, straps herself to the railings and, like, plants her feet. And then, like, uh, this time she's actually facing you so she could, like, give you visual cues. Yep. It's like... Okay, if I if I start looking like I'm struggling, let's get the fuck out of the water. Okay. okay? This is the worst idea we've ever done. Oh, and so this includes this is, the jump... Oh, alright. This is gonna be loud until we're under the water. Okay. Even then it might still be loud, so we'll see. At very least, this will confuse the hot fuck out of them. Yeah. Alright. Queen of Embers, give us strength. <laughs> Give us strength. All right. On your mark, Ember. So she kind of like calms herself, takes a couple breaths, and like, all right. And then she begins playing, and you see the swirl start to happen around the ship. She starts playing more vigorously and louder and you see the bubble around you form. Uh, it actually, like, starts a lot about the little small, and she has to, like, increase it to encompass the entire ship. And she goes a little too far, and she, like, dials it back. So she's trying to figure out, like, what's the optimal distance for the bubble. She begins playing, and she gets up to full, like, force. And she, like, locks out of the view and, like, nods. Alright. And I open her up, down into the water and just fucking floor it. Like, there's no... Let's not fuck around. Let us... Let us skim fast and quick. Yeah. So you do this, and you can tell going through the water is slowing you down a bit because of the resistance of the actual water rather than air. Yeah. But you just... You, you ease it down into the water, and you see the water start to come up around the bubble. Like... Uh, and you can tell she's, like, struggling. Oh, thanks, like, I hate it! She's trying really hard to to maintain this, and finally you're entirely encompassed, and you've got, like, three, four feet of water above you, like, between the top of the bubble and the surface. All right. Uh, you just crank the throttle and just go for it. Um, Shasu, help her out, help her out. Shasu puts his hand on her and starts muttering a prayer. We'll see if he can actually... Oh. Thanks, I hate it! Yep. Um, I've got because thing is I've got dark vision. I don't know how that translates to underwater, but um, it helps a bit. But it's still like it's just like open ocean kind of murky water. Charsu tries and like nothing. Fuck. Um, I keep forgetting to actually add Amber's cheat to the roll twenty. But we're gonna roll a Constitution save for Amber. Five. You can tell she's starting to falter. Like she's she's maintaining it for the moment, but like there's a couple times where like the bubble slips in places and you get like splashes of water onto the deck. Oh, good. I'm just uh, full throttle, full throttle. Yeah. Um, Charcy tries again. 
still nothing. He, like he's too stressed to like get the proper like blessing prayer thing out. Fuck. Um. Amber though gets a fucking like second wind. Just, like, yes. Going through it. Um. Maximum bagpipes. Hex is like giving you like the left. The right, like watching the compass as you're like getting a walk course and trying to keep you on like towards the floating aisles, um, and you just watch the the shock in his hand that was pointing kind of like this start to kind of like ease up as you're going underneath the ship. <laughs> um, you're going to give Sharsu another religion. Nope. He is Nothing. not like being underwater. He just like he is distracted with the bagpipe, being underwater, even though he's a turtle, like but like he's stressed, so he's like having trouble actually casting. He's stressed? Weapons. I'm fucking stressed. Um That one. Amber looks at you and gives you like nope, 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 nope. Alright. Pull it, pulling it straight up. Um yeah, so you pull it up and you Burst out of the water and then she like collapses a bit. Okay. Um, Fuck it. Like we're, we're just gonna gun it close to the water, just full feckin' tilt. Yep. We've already. So you... If they've seen, like, if they've seen us burst out of the water, they know where we're at, and I'm tracked. So fuck it. Full tilt. Yeah. You're just opening it up entirely. You and Hex both have your goggles down. Hex is like having to hold the map down. Um. Charcy starts, like, trying to, like, help Amber, like, you okay? Like, what do you need? Um, but she's just in there, like, panting, like, sweating, like, shaky. Uh, and you just open it up. And you... You're gunning it basically due north. You look up, and you see the clouds, like, part. And there's nothing there. That doesn't fill me with confidence. That fills me with more fear! Yeah, you just like, okay, fuck, and just gun it and full throttle heading. Uh, heading towards the floating like, aisles. Start, I could try, but like right now, I'm. Like, sorry. Right now, Emblem is like full on. <laughs> Can you give me a perception check? Sure. Fourteen. Apparently, the adrenaline's kicking in. So you look out, and you see the like the clouds move, like something went through them, but see nothing. <gasps> and then it happens again to the left, and then again to the right, and then two more. We're in so trouble. Five somethings that just came out of the clouds, but you cannot see them. Yeah, let's just keep fucking booking it. Look, this isn't nearly as intense as it should be. So, yeah, you just open the throttle up and are just booking it. Um... 
and you think with a 14, you think you hear like you can hear the hum of like ship engines. This okay. Uh, I basically feel slightly better. They're not monsters. Um, but yeah, you gun it and it's just start heading for uh, for the aisles. And you see the chalk go from like, eh, you're over it or underneath it, and then like it's starting to point behind you. Okay. And then you see it like it's straight up is pointing directly behind you now. Like they've come down to the water level and are just giving chase. Okay, uh, can I? Is it just a bunch of sprays or anything I can see now they've come by? Like, I am not easing off the throttle, so I don't know if that puts me at disadvantage, but what the fuck is happening? Uh, yeah, give me a perception check with disadvantage, because you're. You're still also trying to pilot the ship. Six. Yeah, no, you're too distracted trying to just yeah. pilot the ship and not accidentally hit a random rock or a dolphin that decides to jump out of the water right now. Palahavlak! <laughs> What's the sea equivalent of roadkill? I just split a porpoise in half. Oh, that poor flying fish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck, that hit the dolphin. The star's um, like, the playlist keeps wanting to be pirates, so I guess pirates! Alright, yeah, no, uh, we're just going through it, yeah. Right, yeah, you're gunning it, and, like, the chalk is still pointing directly behind you. How long do you want to just, like, full throttle gun it? I didn't plan on stopping! Like, like if we could, like, the closer we can get the floating aisles, if we are faster than these little, than the bigger ships, let's take advantage of that. Otherwise, yeah, yeah let's just feckin' gun it to the floating aisles. Alright, so you're gunning it for, like, an hour, two hours, three hours, and, like, you're going absurdly fast. Like, as far as you know... You're one of the faster ships in the world. And again, blood magic crystals. It's made from children, probably. Uh, I don't know. And it's not actually made from children, so far as we know. Um, but the sun starts to rise, and so you start like scouring the horizon for the floating isles. Um, another hour passes, and you're still just gunning it. And eventually you think... You think you see something like in the sky like you know it's on the ground like it's on ocean level there are the floating aisles yeah and you think you see them uh, the truck is still just pointing behind you you're not sure how far okay um then I'm to, so as not to give everyone jarring headaches and to maintain as much momentum as we can I'm going to slowly bring it up in line with the floating aisles alright just gently so start up raising to... up from the the, the water line yeah, so you start climbing. It actually, you're like, oh yeah, they're just like barely above the water. But then you realize perspective was fucking with you a bit, and the floating isles are like a thousand feet off the ocean level, like they're really high up. So yeah, you start climbing. You're finally up to where you think you're about level with like the main island. Um, and as you're getting closer, yeah, there's like one big main island, uh, and then there's several like smaller islands. The main island at the middle is there's like a mountain and atop the mountain there is a fucking castle like okay. full-blown castle um okay let me roll that perception to see what's behind us okay. 13 13 um well you can you look back and you don't see anything behind you all right so friends here's the goal we're gonna we are going to do a zip past and a back around. So the goal is go past the aisle, 
past the Vecan Castle, 180 it as best we can, and look for a dock and come down. Alright. That's our goal. So, Alright, so you're, again, you can see it, but it's a fairly large island, actually. Um, and yeah, it's this weird, like, it just looks like someone kind of, like, reached into the ground and pulled up a chunk of ground, so it's, like, tapered at the bottom. Uh, as you're getting closer, which does take a while, um, you can see they've actually, like, mined out down into the bottom, and there are actually some docks down around, like, the, the underside of the island. Um, and it's, like, put on even all this smaller floating islands around it. And now as you're getting closer, you see glints of light. Okay. And you see... Like, are those... Those crystals? Those are, there's a bunch of crystals here. That island is made of crystals. That's awesome. Uh, like, there's huge crystals growing out, and they look... They're all, like, this blue or green, like the ones that power ships. Uh, and, yeah, you... So you take, like, 45 minutes to finally actually get to the island. Um, you zip past it. I'm assuming you warn people, and you, like... Oh, yeah. ...can't return. Uh, and then fly back down towards the, the island. Yes. And you're, you're looking for, like... One of the docks that's underneath. Are you looking for a street level dock? What are you going for? Do we have the choice, uh, or do we just need to do a quick search? There's a there's a bunch of docks. Um, there's some below. There's some at like base level. Let's go for one of the docks below. Okay. Because um. like our ship is very easy to spot, and we have a mark on us. But the idea is whatever the Whatever the setup is on this island, if these Mother Hubbards want to come for us, they've got to disembark. They have five big ships, we've got one tiny fast one. So let's remove their, at least their battalion, and let's, let's remove their battleship advantage. Yes, there's probably still a shit ton of people we'd have to fight, but... I think that we can get ourselves into enough mischief to make their life difficult. So yeah, you swing around, and now that you're underneath the island, you actually see on each um, there's four massive like arcane engines that are like occasionally firing okay. to keep to keep the island in a specific orientation. Um, and occasionally you hear like this big warning alarm from one of the smaller islands, and you see the bridge that's tethering it to the main island detach and retract, and then the islands reorient themselves. Oh, cool. And then, like, they shoot the ladder, like, with, like, grappling hooks over to the new island. Like, they're changing orientation based on what they need to do right now. That's fucking cool. Um, but yeah, there's these four, like, arcane engines that keep, like, the island from just doing whatever the fuck it wants. Um, you're flying around. You Eventually, you see a dock that seems to be open, and it's fairly close to one of the engines. And you're like, okay, that might be a good place to hide because we'll be hidden by the like discharge of the, the engines. Yeah. Um, so you fly it up and you pull up there to the dock. Um, and there's like a halfling that sees you pull up and starts waddling down the dock towards you. Okay, so I'm just I I turned the rest of the crew. I'm like, all right, be cool. Let's be cool. Let let's 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 be cool. I'm, I'm saying it at them, but I'm basically saying it to myself. Because yeah. we've just been gunning it since we went underwater, and I've been living on adrenaline and fear, 
for this entire time. <sighs> I'm going to keep the goggles on just so that the um, the halfling can't see my feckin' wide eyes and panic. Yeah. Uh, the halfling waddles on up and is like, Ah, welcome, Patron. Uh, how long are we staying for? Uh, at least a day, maybe two. All right. Well, you managed to choose one of the cheaper docks because we're by the... And then at this point, they, they go... Ah. Like, hold a finger up and then cover their ears, and you hear this big <gasps> as one of the engines fires, and it's deafening. Um, Emberlin is not cool with this, whereas usually they, you know, being a fire a fire thrower, this wouldn't be a thing. After the evening's panic and sprint, it's a full on ugly TikTok face, like, <laughs> yeah, it's not even fire, it's just like arcane movement because they're giant crystal engines, but like, like, oh god, okay, yeah. It's your engine sounds turned up to 45, as opposed to 11. Uh, Emblin uh, is not okay with this, but but bears with. It stops, and the halfling gun covers there. You get used to it after a while. Anyway, uh, if you're just docking for the day, three silver, please. Uh, done and done. Done and done. Right. And they take it from you, and like, and can I get your name, please? As they're, like, marching things into the ledger. Uh, Emblin Burns. Right. Um, uh, uh, and they like write your receipt and then like rip it off and hand it to you. Oh, do you have um? Uh, do you have a Golden Wake Guild House here? Uh, ah, yes, we do. It is our uh, top level. It is uh, east. Wait. Currently east side of the island. Okay. Wait, and then you you hear like a bridge retracting somewhere in the distance, and then you see one of the floating islands moving, like. North side of the island. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, friend. Oh, and sorry, your name again? Uh, I actually. Uh, sort. Give me a halfling. Half elf. Sorry about that. Apologies. Apologies. Wow, I have very few halflings. Uh, uh, I'm I'm Gillian, uh, wide-eyed, very unkempt hair, uh, dressed kind of like they're supposed to be in a desert environment, even though they're not. Um, and but yeah, they as like you see this island like floating past, they're, like it's on that one. Okay. Thank you. And it, like it stops as its own arcane engines fire, and you see the bridge like launch over and connect. Um, and actually, so actually, uh, Gillian, and um, I take out like an, an extra gold. Um, if anyone comes asking who the owner of this boat is, um, would you mind telling them the absolute truth that it's a very, very, very meaty orc who goes by Grognak, uh, Grognak the left-handed? Would you mind? Roll a persuasion check for me. Come on, come on. Nine! Fuck! Like, I'm sorry, I am bound by my code as a dock keeper to tell the truth about who's docked where. Friends, how, how high we want to go on this one. <laughs> we, could, we could be like, alright, fine. Pull out platinum. Like, we can... We can bankroll this. 
Lyris, we can't ask Amber to lie after we've just failed. Amber, I just, I just could, I just sucked at lying to this guy. Can you lie to him for me? <laughs> they are after my life, and I have no problem killing witnesses. Y'all, y'all not let me have any fun. Okay. And then I kind of like just gotta kind of go like sad, deflated noise. Like, okay, put the gold, put the bulb, go back away. I respect your integrity. All right, to the guild's house. Um, so I think you do that, and Hex walks up and grabs them by like the collar and goes, "Don't tell anyone where you went." And they pull out Toothy and then go fists, and Toothy in all four <laughs> mimic mode goes up into the fist weapons, and they're like, "Oh god, what the fuck!" Should have taken the money. And they're like, okay. Yep. Yep. Oh. Hex, Toothy, thank you. Now, Grognak, the left hander, was it? Okay, yep. <laughs> I don't know where Grognak, the left handed, came from. I <laughs> just. Why is he called the left handed? Well, because he uses he his right left hand. hand. <laughs> no, ironically, because he was right-handed. <laughs> they thought it was, it was real a misnomer. funny. That's <laughs> because yeah, he's missing a left hand. <laughs> he's a one-handed orc. Yeah. It's because he left his hand on a different island. Hey! <laughs> uh, so yeah, you quickly scutter off. Um, the dock goes up into the island, and then like there's a series of like winding tunnels through that gets you up to the surface level. Um... You have to ask directions a couple times. Like, I'm sorry, where is this one? And occasionally the, the locals are like, ah, oh, well, it's... Check the time. It's over there. Like, the locals all know where the islands are going to be at exact times. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, there are seven islands in total. Uh, the guild hall is on island two. Do they seem to have, like, a, a watch or a device or something that tells them where the islands are going to be? Uh, they have, like, pocket watches, and they just know the schedule. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, there's seven islands total. None of them have names. They all just keep referring to it as Island 1 through 7. <laughs> that but, doesn't sound confusing at all! They're like, oh, the Golden Lake? Yeah, it's on Island 2, it's, which is over... Let me check the time. It's over there right now. Okay. So, I think we should just make a beeline for the guild. The thing is, both me... Uh, sorry, both Emberlin and Hex are, like... Med- oh, medallion wearing members so we can get in um, and guild protection should help us but again we don't know who we're going up against they might not want to feckin' kill us but kind of like last time with the war turtles if if anyone starts trying to, to go wavy wavy to the guild the guilds are at least going to do some pushback they're not just going to flip us over yeah and then from the guilds, we can work on getting the mark taken off. Or we'll be able to confront whoever's got us marked in an environment to our advantage. But... Oh uh, yeah, Wraith, that's not a bad shout. We could just pay someone from the guild to go out and investigate, but... Like... Shit got, shit got real, real fast there, friends. And I know, like, Amber could definitely use a bevy. And it'd probably a sit-down. Maybe a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, actually, um, Adam's right. So before we continue um, pres- through, I'd just like to one more time do... Um, uh, fuck, what's the cast again? 
<laughs> Yo, where are you at? Ah, uh, yes. One last time with a chalk in hand. Yo, where you at? So you're, I think you're doing this as you're crossing the bridge over to Island 2. Um, and you watch the chalk go from south, and it starts swinging east, and is heading north. Like, you're watching the chalk actively move, like, this ship is going past you. Fuck! To the guild hall. Double time. Lickety split. Let's go. All right. So you you make your way. Uh, it's not terribly hard to find. The smaller islands are fairly small. Um, and you, as you're now on this island, you get the sense that each of the islands has a functional purpose. Like the main island is where the crystals primarily grow. And then each island serves a, like, one of them breaks them down into smaller pieces. One of them fits them with... Uh, like the harnesses, one of them like enchants them with the control rooms, and like they all have different functions, and that's why they move around. Okay. So like, f- so that things don't have to move as far, and it's to facilitate you know rapid production of these crystals. Okay. Oh yeah. Sorry, Star was asking about the name of the pirates, and the ship we encountered was the Blasphemous. Um. So yeah, you, it's not terribly hard to find a guild. And again, this is a, a fairly small... Actually, this is probably the smallest of the guild halls you've been in. It's oh, This is... Yeah. All the rest of them were like guild halls. This one is like a tavern. Thank Um, It's a pretty small island. It's like... Less than a mile across. The main island is like five to seven miles across. Um, but this one's pretty small. You hear that and sound, friends? That's my plans being dashed. There's literally a single bouncer at the door, just like that's you. You're like hustling. You're like medallion. Yeah. Just here with me. And <laughs> X is like cool. Like, oh, I am also a guild member. Look at me. <laughs> the littlest guild member. I love it. Okay. So, you going in? Um, and yeah, there's like five or six people in here. They're all in various states of inebriation. Well, it's more Actually, allies no, than... It's morning. So at this point, there's like three people passed out on a table. And there's like a bartender who's starting to do like cleanup from whoever didn't clean up the night before. Okay. So, turning to the group. Right. I'm going to talk to whoever's in charge. You lot, get baby some food in you. I don't know when the next time we'll be able to if we end up getting jumped. So... Order some drinks. Get some sarnies. Nothing too, nothing too weighty. He's like, gotcha. And right. just goes over and is like, oh, down here. <laughs> yes. Okay. Stop fucking defaulting to the Bastion soundtrack. I mean, it's a oh, good soundtrack. Bas- Sorry, I just realized the Bastion soundtrack is on this playlist. I wonder if that's a mistake. Hmm. Or if this person actually did help with that soundtrack. Um, anyway. I spin on a heel and walk over to, I assume there's a usu- the usual, like, desk. Yeah. Um, let me grab our random NPC. Uh, it is a... Yeah, you know what, Lyris? You're right. 
Just because the guild hall is small doesn't mean they can't help. Look at Hex. He's tiny, and he's the most useful member of the team. So, uh, you approach the front desk, and another tiefling is there. Um, she's middle-aged tiefling, tall and lean. Her face is wrinkled and slightly pitted with a permanent scowl. What I mean, look. Uh, dressed very functionally, just like trousers, leather jacket, with a plain blouse. Uh, no jewelers, but she's got tattoos. Uh, uh, that you can see if her jacket is removed, which currently it is. Um, she's got a tattooed band on her ring finger. Um, okay. You walk it up, she's like, the fuck you want? Hopefully, a spot of information. Hopefully, my mind put at ease. And hopefully, a decent point over there. It's just the plants here are shit. Just like everything else on this fucking island. Oh, we just got here. You could have, you know, you could have lied to me. I, I wouldn't have known for tens of minutes. I don't give a shit about you. What do you want? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Um. I need a semi-decent mage. I got, I've got a mark on me, and I need it removed as soon as humanly possible. What kind of mark? You're not going to believe this. It's a hunter's mark. Okay, wait it out. It's been days. It shouldn't be possible, yet here I am. I'm sorry, you've had a hunter's mark on you for days. Yes. How many days? Um, three, four, maybe longer. Fucking hell. Yeah. And someone's actively, like, following you. Yes. Um, it gets better. Um, they have ships. Uh, these ships appear to be cloaked or invisible, or perhaps I've just been hallucinating. It could be one or t'other, but we counted about five of them on the journey over. So if I look a, a little haggard, we've been kind of flooring it for the last day and change. She stands up, reaches forward and glares at you by the collar and pulls you in. She goes, I'm sorry, you said closed, cloaked fucking ships? Yes, I did. So the blasphemous are tracking you? Oh! That makes sense now. Uh, apparently, yes. <sighs> Fucking shit fuck. Go sit in the corner and Lick lets you go. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm gonna. Um, if... My eyes are closed. I'm just in a state of cat-like readiness. I haven't fallen asleep from exhaustion and panic. Get in the corner. And I totter over like a... Like, kind of like a child that just tipped over all the, the crayon water or whatever. Like... Yeah. <laughs> she she walks up to the bartender and has them lean in and whisper something in the ear. And the bartender's like, fuck. And like, goes into the back. She leaves into some other room. Um... Who had the chalk last? It was short too. Me. Oh, was it you? Okay. So you go over, and they've all now got drinks in the, and the like, Okay, food is coming. 
Yes, I have been putting the time out on the naughty chair. This has been commented. Not undeserved, I might add. Uh, I might, if it's alright, I might just do a little like, Yo, where you at? On the chalk. So you do, you do a yo, where you at? And you watch it point, and it like slowly rotates and does like a full 360. They're just doing laps around the fucking island now. And then you're sitting there, and it's pointing like eastish, and then the chalk just falls into your hand. I shake it, and I kind of poke it like a child would, like a dead bug, like... It's not working. Yo, where you- Yo, yo! Yo, yo! Where you at? Yo, where you at? Amber's like, no, give me here, you're probably doing it wrong. Oh, 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 oh. And Amber tries, with much more fluent Elvish than you can say. Um... Yeah, it's, that's not working. Are you sure? Do you try it with the inflection? Maybe it's an accent. Yo, where you at? I say it, they're chalk. Hex, do you want to try it? They're like, they pass it to Hex and the like, Yo, where you at? <laughs> no, it's not working. I just love the idea of the whole table all yelling at this piece of chalk when the lady running the guild <laughs> comes back. And from her perspective, this squad of idiots just got chased by the scary pirates into the guild hall, and they're now yelling at children's... uh, They're now yelling at drawing implements. Yeah. Um... So yeah, you're you're all doing this, and like, I think you even have shirts. You try, and he very happy, is like... Yeah, where are you at? Yeah, it's not working. I don't give a shit. This is not good. Well, let's let's give it a few. According to the lady behind the, the counter, it was the Blasphemous. So either they've come to give us a lovely reward for helping them fight a Leviathan, or they've come to kick the hot shit out of us. It's, it's, it's one or the other, and I like our odds. Sharsu is out of fucks to give. Sharsu never gave a fuck in the first place, and now you're in fucking debt. You're negative fucks. <laughs> Which, if anybody hasn't listened to that song, do yourself a favor and you... Google or YouTube search the I have no fucks left to give. It is a joyous song, and you genuinely deserve it. It's so good. Okay. So, honestly... If the drinks already shown up, I'm just gonna quaff half a pint of whatever the bloody hell they put down, and then just breathe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so to Star and Wraith, like we don't know. All we know is that the Yo Where You At spell worked for as long as the mark was on us. So either the guild got rid of it, or they cancelled it, or the spell wore out. We don't know. So this doesn't show intent. It could be. They know we can't leave the island without them seeing. So they're just circling and waiting, right? <coughs> it could be they know where they are, so they're going to come over and be like, Hey, thanks for helping us kill that, like, sky monster. Please enjoy this complimentary Toblerone, or whatever it is pirates <laughs> do. What Toblerone? I don't know. It seems like a piratey kind of chocolate. It's a triangle. 
the most rebellious of shapes. It's the sturdiest of shapes. Exactly! Um, so you're sitting there, like, drinking your drinks, and, like, your food eventually shows up. Um, you see the, the tiefling, like, go back to her desk. Um, which, by the way, is a character by Almas. Oh, lovely. Almas, uh, thank you kindly. And, like, she keeps, like, looking over her shoulder at you, like, making sure you're still there. Like, okay, still there. <gasps> Checking in. They're still just being weird. Cut it. Sorry, I need to address something that's been said in chat. And it's very rare that I need to, to take a stern tone. But Kisa says that Emberlin doesn't deserve the big Toberone. Words can hurt. Kisa Saitama, words can hurt. If your goal was to wound me, then mission accomplished. Sorry, Baron, please continue. No, sorry, I'm just reading Wraith of Pirate Brad Sackman's voice. Arr, why do you keep your gold and the big Toblerones? Yar, the Toblerone! That's the one that comes out on the fancy Christmas! Fuck. <laughs> one and all, we've officially hit that point of Memnol. Yep. So, um... <laughs> After a while, somebody runs up and, like, whispers something in the other tiefling's ear. And she, like, nods and, like, shoos them away. Um, And she stands up and, like, straightens her jacket and, like, walks over to you and goes, So we're trying to get reinforcements here, but, um... It's gonna be a bit. How fucked are we? So, it's a 50-50. Now, they've dropped the mark on me. Uh, I had this little chalk that let me see where they were at. Um, apologies for yelling, yo, where they at for the last half an hour. Um, so I don't know if that was your doing or their doing, but the mark is gone. But I assume that's because they know we can't leave the island without them seeing. Now, on the how fucked are we ometer, which is a device uh, of magical origin which measures how fucked someone is, uh, we're registering at a 5 out of 10 because we encountered the blasphemous god a few weeks back they were, at least we thought, under attack by a leviathan. And so we decided to help out. I set it on fire a bit. We, uh... We annoyed the... Do you mean the leviathan or the ship? The leviathan, not the ship. Okay. That's an important distinction. Very. Uh, The leviathan gave chase on us, and we dodged and weaved through some, uh... Some rocky uh, outcrops from the water... Um, resulting in the Leviathan smacking headfirst into a big piece of stone. We don't think it died, but it didn't find us. And we assume it gave the other ship enough chance to get away. Um, But I don't know if that is a great pirate insult. Uh, I was made aware of the blasphemous existence at about the same time as we saw the Leviathan. So I, I made a snap choice. And I don't know if I've insulted them, or helped them, or what have you. Gotcha. You're aware of the Blasphemous or a... a clan, right? Not an individual ship? Until the very moment you just told me, I was not. Okay, then. Yeah, it's a clan. I just was like, oh, sorry, did I... Yeah, no, it's a... sect. 
I'm just. People. I'm gonna give him the really. You, you kept this till now. Shrug like. Come I on. thought you knew. I keep forgetting that you've only existed for a month. It's. You, it's she, all new to she me. Looks at, she looks at everyone like I'm. Sorry, what? It's a lot to explain. I don't mind telling you, but uh, I figured you want answers to the immediate questions first. Uh, someone runs up and whispers something in her, her ear and goes, Oh, cool. Um, <clears throat> Alright, I need to... Attention everyone! Uh, the malediction has docked at the island. Do with that information what you will. And everyone just stands up and leaves. <laughs> Friends, do you hear that? It's the sound of my plan fucking off. I tell you, this wouldn't have happened in fucking in fucking Tajema. We'd have had like eighty fucking blokes in here. I tell thee, I tell thee, Tajema, that guild hall that knows how to fight. I tell thee. Emberlin does not say any of that. Um, so I, I turn to the the tiefling and go. So, okay, do you need me to leave? I don't want to get you and the rest of the guild blown up sideways. These things happened. You are welcome here. You are a guild member, which means you are always welcome. But, uh, shit might go real south, or according to you, might go really well. Who fucking knows? Maybe the malediction owes the guild in you a favor. <sighs> and she... She's visibly frustrated. Like, I... It's a Tuesday. (laughs) (sighs) What are we going to do, friends? A part of me says... A part of me says what we should do is just go down to a... Try and find a bar down the road and just invite him over. Or... Uh, So currently, it's... You... Um... Your tiefling not friend whose name is uh Telessa Stormbranded, by the way. Oh. Um the bartender and like the bouncer still at the door. And like two grizzled as fuck old like guild members who just clearly do not give a shit. Um so Keith's suggesting that we should leave the guild hall, uh other than other than that fact, who knows? I, I do not want to get the the guild hall exploded. <sighs> okay, here's what we're going to do. So turning to the, the tiefling, right. You you are right. The guild does not turn down help. And if it was some other idiot who'd somehow managed to uh, bring the uh, attention of the largest pirate... Did you say sect, Chaosu? I don't like that as a pirate term. I was cut. Cl- pirate clan? Sure. Sect. That implies stuff. Anyway. He's like, they're an armada. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our food and our drinks and we're going to borrow one of these tables. And we're going to sit outside in the guild's first outdoor seating area. And hopefully it's last. If things go south, at least we can make a book for it without 
collateral damage to the guild, and hopefully, if I don't get, um, uh, what are the, um, what are the blasphemous known for? Is it exploding people? Is it melting people? It's melting people, isn't it? I knew it'd be melting. Whatever it is. Uh, she goes, mostly eating, though. Cannibals. I mean, is it cannibalism if they're not your own race? Ma'am, I have a terrible joke to follow that up with, but now is not the time. I see what you mean. Right. Well. <laughs> um, so one of the... Uh, one of the, the denizens that stayed uh, stands up and starts making the way towards you. Uh, I'm, I like. I'm just. I'm cuddling this half-necked pint of like poorly constructed lager, just being like with a face of like, if you've got something, to join in. This is this is a fuck-up party with an invite to all. Uh, so, so you approach them and, or they approach you and, you know, may I? And it's this giant fucking half-orc. Grognak? Have we met? Are you are you Grognak? Yeah. Emberlin takes a moment to look at their hands as if they have some magical form of divination. Grognak. Uh, please, uh, come join us. And, and they, silently, Emberlin the... grabs their symbol and goes, "Thank you" to the ceiling to no one in particular. They reach up their left hand, and it's not a hand, it's a stub with a giant fucking hook on it. Thank and you! And they pull a chair out with that, and then sit down and slam their tanker down on the table. Okay. Tell us your your thoughts and feelings, Gro- Grognak. Um, um, we haven't met Big Fan. Big Fan. That's, that's fucking weird, but okay. <laughs> So, uh, I've encountered the Blasphemous a few times. Okay. They can be reasoned with. Okay. So I, uh, I say we hear him out. Also, I would not recommend, I was, sorry, I was over. I was eavesdropping. Don't go in the street. They're known for having their cloaked ships just sit there and then bombard shit. So at least while we're in the guild hall, they might not... So they're actually more likely to bombard the guild hall if we're outside. They're more likely to bombard the ship if they can... Or the street if you they can see you. So maybe be where they can't see you from the sky. You know what? Gognak, that's a great idea. I was thinking of just... Limiting collateral damage to the guild. The the guild's been guilds halls have been good to us, and I I feel now I feel very guilty now that we've actually got here and we're formulating a plan. But uh, you know, panic brain. Um. So yeah, the the tiefling that was running the the front desk was. You know, what? I'm just gonna go back to my desk and and just like fucks off. Um, it's like, so, 
how likely is it that they want you dead? Well, uh, my first encounter with the Blasphemous went like this. Um, they were being chased by a Leviathan, and we they looked like they weren't doing so well. So we attacked the Leviathan, and it gave chase to us. We managed to lose it in some rocks uh, on our way over to, um, to Greenspires, which we've just come up from. And that's it. That's our encounter. We So like like 4060 wanting us dead? Honestly, with the Bosmus, that's pretty good. Like we didn't they want most people dead. So I mean, good odds, I guess. I, I don't know if we've done them an insult by interfering with their hunt. I don't know if we saved some lives. I don't know. says, well, I don't think you interfere with a hunt unless they've changed their MO recently. Okay. They don't hunt beasts. They hunt ships. They're after plunder and slave labor and meat. Again, in my defense, I didn't know that they were the baddies when we saved them. Just, just want to point that out. But theoretically, and this is all from what I've heard, from what I've gleaned, the brief interactions that I've had with them, they served one of the lower lords, but not out of choice. Interesting. You wouldn't happen to know which of the lower lords, would you? Not offhand, but... Recently, they've been more unpredictable than normal. Ah. Krognak scratches his cheek with his claw. Okay. Krognak, I'm going to have to lay a lot of information on you very quickly. So, um, I, I don't know if you want to brace yourself or what. Um, so, we have met one of the lower lords. Um, we hear... Uh, I am... Emblem Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers, and she's uh, our deity. We consider ourselves to be the court of the, the Queen of Embers. Uh, we've kind of upset the board a little bit, so gods and lower lords alike are kind of in a bit of a... You know when you get the, the dice and you put them in the cup and you shake it up before you slam it down to see who wins? We're in the shaky-shaky part right now. Um... Yeah, you're probably going to want another drink, aren't you? Um, one more round. One more round. No, I know I haven't finished this one. Trust me. Trust me. It will be gone when you get... Thank you. Thank you. So, um, we've had dealings with the lower lords directly um, and indirectly. Um, the world of deities is all over the shop right now. And so, they may want us dead because of our interactions with the lower lords, or they might be curious about our existence. Interesting. Well then, um... Well, you are a guild member, and at least two of you are, which offers the non-hook hand towards Jack's like, hi, Romanac, left-handed. And Hex is like, Hex of... Hex. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
But there is also one other thing, which is uh, we do have a very fancy ship. Uh, it's very quick and might have been made with crystalline blood magic. We didn't make it. We were given it. We didn't realise how fancy it was when it was given to us. Uh, also, I have only really been aware of my own existence for like a month. Uh, I might have been dead before. They very slowly raises his hand and goes, I'm sorry. Rich, you're like, ship red crystals. Yes. Were the previous owners a female Asmar and a male half-elf? No, I don't believe they were. The original creator was um, uh, was a uh, who was the original creator? He was a dwarven fellow, wasn't he? He was a gnome. He was a gnome. Uh, was a gnome, and I believe a a gnome gifted it to a. Uh, I believe the original uh, owner was uh, Ardram Nackle himself. Um, and he points over to one of the walls, and there's a giant oil painting of your ship. Like, red crystals and all. A femme person who is very similar looking to the Queen of Embers, and a half-elf. Huh. Wait. Yeah, Wraith. The Queen had another fella back in the day. Which, hey, we ain't judging. We ain't judging, but... Yo, Grognak, that might be our ship. Now, it... The, the, the lass, if that's who I think it is, that's the, the one who gave it to us directly. She received it as a gift from, from Ardrum. Level with me here, Grognak. What what kind of ship are we flying around in? A very fast one. If that's your ship. I mean, it got us away from the Blasphemous. Um, we had to do this thing where we, we... You know how ships are above the water? Well, we took the ship and we put it below the water for a bit. Um, it's, been a, it's been a really weird, like, couple of days. I won't lie to you. Also, sorry. Sorry, Grognak. I, I, I thought you'd be more flustered by this than I am, as I'm currently. But why? Why does? Why is there an oil painting? Of like, why is that there? Oh, because she saved the island. Like, and I don't mean this. I don't mean island too. I mean the islands. Like, giant fuck off Leviathan tried to eat it, and those two defended it with that ship. Was she a hunter? No, she was some random sorceress seeking power and happened to be in the right place at the right time. Huh. From what I've been told, I, I never met her personally. <laughs> I have. Um, very impressive, very impressive person. Very impressive. Okay, but would this ship have anything to do with the Blasphemous? Is there any... Is there any... Crossover? She didn't, like, slay the Blasphemous's favourite cat or something. Not that I'm aware of. But... If... You are piloting the... 
the epoch that's well renowned ship Sorry, it's a, it's a lot to take in. As I said, we, we met the gentleman who made it. He mentioned literally none of this. And the strange thing is, the half-elf, no idea who he is. Yeah, I don't want to tell you. So, so Grognak, like, who is the half-elf? Do you know? He's like, again, I never met them. I've just heard stories and points of the painting. They were significant enough to get a giant fucking oil painting of them. So far, the only images that people seem to draw of me is, um, uh, do not let this person back in your bar. Uh, And uh, probably wanted posters. Uh, I kid, I kid. Grognak, you've given us a lot to think about. Um, I just I guess we've got to confront the Blasphemous they know we're here there's no point I mean if I know anything about the Blasphemous they're they're gonna find you okay should we just I tell you what let's just give the bouncer some time off like let's not get let's not get an innocent bouncer killed for no reason so let's see if he wants a point hey uh, ba- Cool bouncer door guy. Do you want a cup? Do, do you want a pint? Do you want? A, come in. Is he coming in? I can't. I can't tell. He seems very stoic. Um. So like you, you try and do that, and you look over, and the bouncer's doing the like. Oh no! I'm sorry, you can't come in if you're not part of the. And you just see somebody grab him by the head and just slam his head into the door frame. Oh, that's it. That's what I was trying to avoid. <sighs> it's all right. We'll get him a we'll get him a healing potion or something later. Uh, they have to duck under the door frame and then stand up. And it's at this point you now recognize that massive fucking knoll with like this huge scar over one eye, with the long billowing cloak. Yeah. Uh, they look down at the the front desk clerk. And the clerk's like, nope, that one. <laughs> Wrong tiefling. Um, so I I stand up as calmly as I can manage. This is one of those, like, I'm trying to... I'm keeping in a lot of feelings right now. And to the knoll, I give the, the same polite bow of, Hello there, I'm Emberlyn Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers. You must be the, the captain of the ship that was encountering the Leviathan. They take, again, it takes them like four steps to get to you because they're like seven foot tall. I managed to stifle uh, an audible beep. You. Well, hello there. And they extend their hand and go, most people just refer to me as the Admiral. Well, Admiral, it's a pleasure to meet you. I believe we should talk. Um, I, we might need to get you a larger chair, but pull up a chair. These are all friends, cohorts, and guild members. Uh, they 
Look around, like, grab the biggest chair that's near and, like, drag it over. Alright, don't just, it's not an obsession if they're awesome. And they sit down, and they... The bartender very nervously sets a drink in front of them that they just take and sip. For the the record, I have most of a pint and a whole pint, so I'm basically kind of like doing the... (laughs) So you are the Herald of the Queen of Embers, correct? Indeed. Also, I forgot to mention, they have several other, like, gnolls and orcs, and they've, they've got an entourage. Poor bouncer. We tried to make sure he didn't get punted. I believe it is thanks to your queen that we are free. So, with an exhaust, from the big old side, like, oh... I was so very worried, Admiral. I won't lie. I won't lie. Ah, so, Admiral, please. I, I don't know which of the the lower lords it was that was involved, and I, I'm still learning everything that happened. But if you'd like to, to tell me, I'd love to listen. So, before my time, the previous Admiral... Was and at this point, one of the, the this other is Peter the Wolf. We might need to move this on before I start laughing. Sorry, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, let's go with I mean, we're doing with pirates. Let's go with pirate post. Um, oh, this is a pirate story song before my time. The previous admiral made a deal with one of the lower lords, which did give us considerable power, but also bound us to their will. We had to serve them and their every passing whim. Killed that lower lord. And after that, I decided to stage a not-so-subtle coup and took control. We have since then flourished and become incredibly renowned and more powerful. So, I believe we owe your queen and to some extent probably you our thanks. Especially after you helped distract that fucking Leviathan. (laughs) Admiral, I would love to take I, I would love to take credit for, for helping with the Leviathan. I'd love to say that we knew who you were when we engaged, but we saw a ship getting attacked, and we just came in to help. So I I can I can take no credit for the freeing of your the freeing of your of your of your crew of your of your fleet, and yeah. I, I don't mean to sound modest, but yeah, we saw a leviathan attacking a ship, and I asked my crew to act. Well, regardless, it is appreciated, and I hate to say this, but we are in your debt. Well, 
Admiral, I do not take that lightly. And... The world of gods is in a most tumultuous time. Some talk of war, others talk of return. Some have just stopped talking altogether. But I promise you this, I will not call on your services for anything less than things that will have the utmost... will mean the utmost to my queen. I give you a, a little tiny bow. It's appreciated. That being said, and they place on the table and then pass over a medallion. Um, I pick up the medallion and turn it over in my hands. What does it look like? Uh, it's like a front-facing, like, snarling gnoll face. Uh, and Lilu, thank you as well. And then on the back, actually written in Infernal, it just says Debt. Um, having having turned it over, I just I say again, again, Admiral, I promise you, I will not call upon this unless it is something that means the absolute most to the Queen of Embers. Okay, Admiral, I'm please don't take this as a, please don't take this as a um, as an insult by any means. But I wanted to ask, how? How would you rate us in terms of getting away from your from your armada? Oh, you did very well. Honestly, we ended the spell mostly because it might have killed my tracker if I'd gone on much longer. And I at least enough of your location to have suss it out after that. Well, I'm... I'm glad your tracker wasn't killed on our behalf, and you're right, pretty much once we were on the island, we weren't going anywhere from there. But... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just, uh... Our, um... Our Stormbreaker managed to bring us beneath the waves. Because, and I mean no disrespect, we weren't sure who it was that was tracking us. As, honestly, most of the mages we'd spoken to in Greenspire... Well, the mage we spoke to in Greenspire, despite being a fully-fledged Dave, was not very competent. So... I honestly am impressed that you and found out who are tracking you, so... Congratulations. Thank you. So, they... They tap their chin to go, so if Stormbreaker was able to do that, and then they look over at Amber and go... Is that a normal thing a Stormbreaker can do? Because if so, I'm going to have to uh, pressure mine to do the same. I feel like we just got somebody we've never met in a massive amount of shit. Emma goes, it was a stretch doing it for that small of a ship. If yours is as big as I think it is, you would need like and Stormbreakers to do the same. And the other one goes, only ten. Well then, should be no problem. <laughs> I just made it worse! Alright. I, I like to think of it like Emberlin's brain is currently having a meltdown having been living on adrenaline and stress for a day and a half. And now it's like, no, you're good. The pirates don't want to like pull out your bum through your nose hole and eat it. 
So tell me, Emberlin Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers. Yes, Admiral. What is it that you are currently seeking? Um, Emberlin takes out their tome and makes a like an overly dramatic flick through. Um, well, our instructions from the Queen have been somewhat hazy. We have been tasked with coming here, and beyond that, the instructions have been fairly unclear. Honestly, we were going to start doing a little, a little discussing and uh, fraternising with the locals. But, as I said, Admiral, we didn't know it was you, and when five big invisible things descend from the clouds, um, we're a very small ship, so we decided to run. Not my proudest moment, but I feel it was the, the right course. And uh, I say this with respect, uh, I wouldn't want to tangle with your fleet. Uh, head on. Fair. But your mission was just to come to this island? Nothing else than that? Our direction was to come to this island. There have been... Ah, fake. No, see, sorry, I don't want to mention the old gods, because here's the thing. This is a group of very vicious people that were ruled by one of the, the the hell deities, the lower lords, one of the bastards. Now, the old gods seem almost not neutral, but primal. They're not of the affairs of mortals. They are, they are nature, they are elements, they are forces, right? But... That doesn't mean that the pirates like him. You know? And I don't know why I'm doing this hand motion. I think it's helped me think. Or it's because we've got, like, faux shanties going on. That's not even faux shanties. This is just shanties. You're right. No, this is full shanty. With shant-like qualities. This is called Hurricane Ridge. <laughs> How appropriate. So I might go with Ray's suggestion. So it's like, no, 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 uh, Admiral, there's a reason for us being here. We just haven't discerned it yet. I, as I am a devout of the Queen of Embers, but sometimes she likes us to, how to phrase it? She likes us to work it out for ourselves. Or perhaps she can't explain it in a manner that won't make my head explode. I don't know which. So... Why do you ask, if you don't? Ah, one of my personal... pet projects, if you will, is the acquisition of odd knowledge. It's how we're able to cloak our ships, how we're able to track people over incredible space and time. That sort of things. Thought I might be able to help. But if that's not the case, and they stand up. Well, well, well. Dear Admiral, I I do not take you for I do not take you for a fool in the slightest. I assume that these would be of you would be discussing knowledge for trade, of course. Like, Emberlin's in business mode now. There's there's like a there's a change in terms of Admiral Admiral I 
I do not... I do not expect you to... Oh, fuck, I said it way better before, but you, you, you catch my meaning, sorry. I mean, if there was knowledge you seek, I, may, uh, I might have it. Or, or specifically, one of my knowledge bears might have it. And you see, you just now notice one of, like, his posse is this incredibly kind of nerdy-looking gnoll with, like, glasses. He's holding, like, a tome that is, like, a foot thick. So he's rife with knowledge. Knowledge. Give her all dispatch for the rest of the session. <laughs> I just saw. Damn it, Will. <laughs> also, just. Will's viewer count drops to one. And as I echo into the silent darkness of Twitch, worth it! Worth it! Worth it! <clears throat> uh, yeah, the Daniel Jackson knoll. Right you are, Lucifer. Right you are. Um, okay. But I assume, Dear Admiral, that that wouldn't be for... That, that knowledge wouldn't be for free. I mean, we do owe you a fair bit, so I might have to take back that token. But... But then again, you said you also collect knowledge. Yes. Wow. You know what? I think we could... I think we could help each other out. See, I have only really been my... The person you see before you for about a month. And the last month has been... Ridiculous. We seem to... We seem to have been at the centre of a lot, a lot of things. And honestly, we have spent the entire time either deciphering or playing catch up. I feel like I feel like there is a lot to this world that has changed as we've come to know it, which means we may have some things that might be quite valuable to you. Now, knowing how to make a ship invisible, that is very, very, very useful for a small crew that would prefer if certain overly zealous military religious organizations um, wouldn't be able to see. Uh, I don't know if you've been to Ferrandreth recently, but uh, oh boy! It wasn't a good place for a tiefling to start with. Yes, the Emerald Shield have become a bit of a problem. And they consider tieflings like myself to be, and I fake check my notebooks, uh, yes, um, the bastard incarnation of evil. So that makes things difficult. Fair enough. Oh, shit. Um, and I kind of like lean over to, uh, to Chelsea and like, Chelsea, you've got the inter, have you got the interdimensional wine still? Roll the persuasion check. Because he had it on the on the pour, so I wonder if he can get us to pour out a bottle of it. You know what I mean? Uh, persuasion. 13. 
Uh, Shorsir just gives you a cup. Why? If we can pour him out a bottle of it, we can probably, I don't know, learn how to make infinite pastries or make a ship invisible or something. It's really good booze. Who kind of fiddles with something under the table, um, and then goes barkeep. Couple of empty glasses, please. The barkeep just brings over like enough glasses for the table and sets them down. And Sarsu brings up the bottle wrapped in the leather strap and just pour, 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 pour like pours everyone around. Oh, Star was saying, what do the glasses look like here? Uh, they're really basic, like, wooden, like, tankards. All right, well, Star, this time, because I forgot to do it in Green Spy, but this time we are finding a fucking gift shop, and we are buying a novelty cup that looks like, I don't know, one of the fucking islands or something. We're doing it. All right? Because we need to start collecting stuff. We've been to too many islands. We have no souvenirs. Yeah, Lyris, I'm sorry. I completely forgot. That's that's on me. That's on my bad. All right, so uh, I slide a glass over to the uh, the admiral. All right, try some of this, uh, and I take a, a swig of mine, which, after the mediocre lager, I assume is fucking glorious. Yeah, no, it's like it's amazing. And then you you take a swig and a swirl it, and sniff it, and go, hmm, and take a sip, and go, oh. That is quite good. And then, like, take a very big gulp of it. Um. Yeah. So, crap. Where would, which um, encounter did the interdimensional wine come from? Was it from the Lower Lord, or was it from the guy who claimed he was death? It was from the person who was the guardian of the spaces between dimensions. Oh, yes. The interdimensional being. Um, Admiral, if you'd like a bottle of that to take back with you, we can sort that. Uh, that is wine that comes from the space between worlds. And I'm not even joking. Like, this is what our last month has been like. So, I... I look forward to calling you on the... Uh, calling on your forces in the future to help the Queen of Embers. But when it comes to exchange of information, Admiral, I think we might be one of the few people that can offer you things you haven't heard. Hmm. Very well. Takes another step. I will tell you what. Give me a bottle of this. And I will carte blanche answer you one question if I know it. Jobs are good. Um, uh, Chasu, uh, ask the barkeep for a decent bottle and a decent cork. Yeah, I'm sure Chasu like nods and gets up and goes around the bar. One question. One question if you know it. That is a. An exceedingly generous offer, Admiral. 
May I may I confer with my uh, with my court? Feel free. Um, and he sees one of his like cohorts like starting to snarl at another patron, and just grabs them and slams their head into the table, and they just go limp on the ground. <laughs> I feel like I lifted my glass up to avoid like Im- yeah, just, impact. Like, okay, we'll just be over here. I'm so sorry. Take your time. Ar, may I confer with my other brain cells? That's you lot. All right, friends, we get one carte blanche from a high-powered, invisible fleet trading battleship pirate. Now, we could ask where the Toblerones are, and I'll be honest with you, it's it's very loud as an idea. But if anyone has an idea for something else, now, how do we make our ship invisible? Is pretty feckin' good. It's definitely a better question than where's the Toblerone. But I feel like there's, we can confer back and forth. There's possibly information we can get. <laughs> definitely want to ask about Invisiboat. Yeah, now, Star's right. Asking straight up, yo, do you know where the old gods are at might be a risky bet. I don't think... I don't think he's going to be against the raising of the old gods. Like, it's not going to hurt him or his business. But we don't know. And this is definitely a knowledge of power. (laughs) Jackie's like, but what about two Toblerones? You're you're messing with dangerous powers. Jackie, we're trading a bottle of interdimensional wine for one one question. An interdimensional wine from an insane interdimensional... Guardian wizard. Yes. Who doesn't like people fucking with the natural order for one answer. Yes. So this is... A, we we can get some serious knowledge from here. So no, we're not going to ask for two Toblerones. If we want Toblerone, we ask where they all are. Where do Toblerones naturally occur? That is what we want. Uh, AR was saying Invisiboat's probably too complex for us to get on our ship anyway. I mean, it could be... But the thing is, it could be an object that's doing it. Or it is something that must be activated like a spell. Or, as with the Hunter's Mark, it might be someone on his crew that's basically getting, like, half worked to death. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think we've got to find the old gods on our own terms. Like, right now, we're up. And as Star says, we've got to think about the phrasing. So that's why you don't ask for a Toblerone, you ask for all Toblerone. Which initially was an, a joke, and now it's kind of a metaphor. <laughs> ah, but what about the Wendy's of Toblerones? Now, is that a Wendy's made of Toblerones, or a Wendy's that only sells Toblerones? Okay, you know what? I, there's only so much transdimensional nonsense I can deal with, so let's keep it to. Toblerones. Pokelonus dos. Okay, enough of the chocolate haunted Wendy's. <laughs> Help me out here. Even Dorches is asking where the breeding grounds of the great Toblerone. Fuck. You all need to get yourself some triangular chocolate, alright? 
Even though I'm the one that started this train of thought. Ah, now see, Asari, asking where the Toberone and Pikamix is might be two questions. So yeah, Lucifer makes a good point. What is our goal? I mean, right now, it's to... It's to... Revive the lower lords. Uh, sorry, no, Jesus, no. Uh, it's to revive... The, it's to wake the old gods and investigate uh, old rituals. Uh, and we... Keep in mind, this is a person who prides themselves on finding obscure knowledge. Yeah. Or at least, that's what they claim. So, if there's an obscure knowledge thing that you want... Now is the feckin' time. Okay, okay, so let's let's backtrack. Things about, like, remember uh, the Queen and, like, the Sisters of Ash, was it? Um, this is over the Order of Javata. Like. So I think just hand wavy during this, Sharsu comes back over with a bottle that is corked, that is full of liquid, and like corks it, sets it on the counter on the table, and is like holding on to it. Okay. And it looks at you like, ask the question, they'll pass it over. Okay. Right. Yeah, our goal currently is to find and wake the old gods. We've got enough of a line. Uh, Tainyu uh, is essentially a city in the Underdark, which we'll have to go to at some point. But which also, we have no idea how to get to. We have no idea how to get to. Uh, we have an idea that um, one can get to the Underdark from the Dwarven area here by Tajema. So it's not impossible. But we don't know how far Tajema is from the entrance. We don't know. Also, um, the Queen of Embers is hated in the Underdark. She did something. They consider her to be like, you know, El Polo Diablo Grande. Okay, yeah, so that was the giant devil chicken. Um, I don't know Spanish. I'm sorry. So... Was that the Aquatine Hunger Force reference? <laughs> if it's not, then it's definitely a uh, Monkey Island reference. Okay, because there's the whole arise chicken, arise thing from Aquatine Horror Force. <laughs> Keeper of the old memes. Now, Daughter <sighs> says we could ask about how to get to Tainlu. Could ask about the Sisters of Ash and the Orders of Gavada. Honestly, a map to Tainlu would be amazing. That's probably going to save us a lot of, of bad times. Yeah, and El Polo Diablo is a reference to the Curse of Monkey's Island. So El Polo Diablo Grande is the same, but bigger. Uh, see, Wraith, I don't know if I want to ask about the old rituals, because I don't want to tip our hand too, too much. But... Shit, I think we should ask about Tainlu. I think I think Dorchus is on point for this one. I, I want to get us... Um, ooh! Start a map of the Underdark. You're right. Aim higher. This is interdimensional wine. <laughs> Sorry, just Jay posted the one bit just to throw it off. <laughs> just to just to mess with it. At Lyris as well. So no, but all of you, thank you 
feckin' legends. Like, hey, oh, that's 13 bucks that will keep my dumb ass alive. I'm very grateful. Alright. Alright. So, um, having, having, having gone whisper, 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 and then doing like a nod at Hex, who probably thinks we're just being weird. But like, okay, Captain, there is one part of our... Fucking thank you. Ad Admiral, there is one part of our journey which we are woefully under-equipped for. And so, in exchange for the interdimensional wine, I have a big request. I'd like a map of the Underdark. A map of the entirety of the Underdark? Yes. Do you know how to get there? We have a vague lead on an entrance. Farewell. I cannot promise you that it is the entirety of the Underdark, as the Underdark is constantly expanding and shifting and collapsing and whatever. But I can offer you a map that was up to date as to... He looks over his shoulder at the, the nerdy knoll. Who was Two months ago? I can offer you a map that is at least up to date as of two months ago. I, I look at um, I look at Chelsea and the rest of the team to see if anyone's going... They're all kind of like... <sighs> yeah, Thraith, that sounds pretty current. Then, Admiral, you have yourself a deal. Very well. And they gesture at their subordinate who, like, pulls out a piece of paper and rolls it up and, like, sets it out on the table. The Admiral grabs it and, like, slides it across the table while still holding it. I'm sure as he slides the line over. They both, like, grab each. It was a tense moment, and then they release and pull their respective things towards each other. Now then. You have our token if you ever need some grand debt paid. Offer that up. But it has been a pleasure, Emmerlyn Burns, Herald of the Queen of Embers. Admiral, I, I won't lie. Um... You've kept me awake through fear and adrenaline for coming up on two days now, but I, but it has been a pleasure to make your acquaintance, and I once again extend a, this time, a much friendlier hand. I always enjoy meeting interesting people, and they reach out and shake your hand. Right, well, then... To be continued, dear Admiral. To be continued. To be continued indeed. And they stand and bark something in Nullish, and all of his subordinates turn and, like, start leaving. Uh, he turns and then looks back and says, I'll be seeing you. And then exits the tavern. Emberlyn stands there for several moments longer than would be natural 
looking at the doorway from where the Emperor has... Uh, the Emperor, Jesus, Majimini, from where the Admiral has just left. And over the shoulder, Emberlin says, Could someone help me sit down? Everything is locked up in a state of post-fear tension. Yeah, I think Amber puts... She slides a chair behind you and then kicks you in the back of both of your knees. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you. I needed that. Oh. Right. All of the booze. All of it. Just all, just yes. All of it. Please, please keep it coming. Um, actually, I, and I, I wave to the um, uh, the other teething lass behind the bar. Do you want to just close early and join us? I think I think you've earned it more than anyone. Or maybe the bouncer. Just, oh, was the bouncer okay? Uh, yeah, she was ten- like she got the bouncer awake. She's like, yeah, no, I think that's a good call. We're, we're just gonna close the doors. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what we're going to call for the night. Yeah. Fucking hell. 